1: What's up people, trap am trap
2: trap trap trap
3: I'm here. What's up, Brandon? Welcome to a Brandon Ma Roasted Podcast.
1: It's me and Mayhem, the man, the myth, the legend. Allegedly, uh, bro, you needed some new material right there, bro. You can't oh. be calling me the myth and the legend at the same time.
3: Already, we haven't even started. All right. Mayhem Miller, the the convict, the felon. No, oh, all
1: right. So Mayhem Miller. Oh my god! Mindless <laughs> piece of shit. You never would say that in the in my face in the studio. Yes, yes like I, really. You know, we're really pushing to new levels of uh, uh, uncertainty <laughs> about this show. I was already feeling pretty stupid about this show. I've been thinking about it a lot. You know what I mean? Really? Come on. So, yes. I mean, I'm just saying, Adam, I, I don't know. I think today's the day I quit. Are you being serious? I don't know. I, I can't Come tell on. if you're being serious or not. I don't even. I can't even. Me neither. I it's like I, I've lost it.
3: Well, I would hate for you to quit because I think, I think we got something special. And. Uh, and, you know, uh, I, I love doing a, a show with you. Uh, you're, you're, you're a good dude. And that was a
4: am, I,
1: am I, though? Yes. I've been thinking about it a lot, bro. Like, I feel as if, like, you know, our ratings could be better, right? You know yeah. what I mean? I feel like a lot of the, the MMA world is scared of me and hates you. So it, it's like the perfect swirling combination of, like, how bad can the show get, you know? But the saving grace is, I guess, what today you you got John Jones who just fresh off an arrest. You got him on the show, so yeah. at least at least at least we got something to look forward to on the show.
3: Yes, we have John Jones on the show. We and have that's Jer- amazing, bro. That's a big get. I mean, thank you.
1: You're like better than Ariel Helwani.
3: Yes, we have Gerald Mirischard on the show. We have John Dodson on the show. And uh, we have Ty Emery. We had a stacked show today, and um, and uh, listen, you better not quit this fucking show, okay, bro?
1: I mean, I'm just saying, like, I don't know, it, it kind of hinges upon the John Jones interview, bro. <laughs> Everything is leading up to this, you know, because I really feel like I could uh, you know, uh, shed some light on the situation with John. I feel like John, you know, we're giving him a great platform here, yeah. you know, on a the number one MMA comedy podcast. is yes. filmed from my couch. So you know, I, I feel like uh, we can really break out with this episode. All right.
3: Well, you are uh, the myth and the legend. So now, listen, <laughs> bringing it all back. Meanwhile, speaking of, uh, you know, sometimes I get my expectations too high. I think that's my problem. Yeah, yeah. Like you, like I, I want. Sometimes I want things too bad to happen, and then when they don't, I I, I get like I get frustrated. Um, like yesterday. So, I, I hosted this pilot a while back called Bar Tab Trivia, where you go to a bar, and bam, you're on a game show. It's a great idea. It's like cash cap for bars. And and they, they pitched it, and it had some kind of deals, and yada, 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 you know, how typical Hollywood story. So then, uh, the producer's like, let's do it from home. I'm like, all right. So, I turn my house into, like, a bar set. I write out this, like, bunch of monologue jokes, you know, like, we're going to do a talk show. And then I, I have my computer... And my wife is working. I'm doing this while I'm, like, writing out the trivia questions. And my little baby is, like, coloring over them. He thinks it's coloring. I'm, like, fighting with her. Like, no, whatever. So I put it on. I'm, like, all right, we're going to go. We're going to do it. Like, within 30 seconds of the show, my computer screen goes to, like, you know how it goes to automatically screensaver. So now I'm, like, I can't read it. I got to stop. Rookie
1: mistake. Rookie. I thought you were our tech guy.
3: No, I'm not a tech guy. And I thought I actually put every hour screensaver, but I did the wrong thing. And then it's this kind of thing where you don't know you're on the game show. So the first contestant in, I was like, hey, do you like drinking? And then the guy's like, yeah. I'm like, well, so does John Jones, but he he does it when he drives. You're not on the show, right? Now the guy's angry the whole show because I forgot that when you do that, they could still, so now the entire show, I'm getting, it's live on Instagram. This guy's like, f you where's mayhem worst show brendan Schaub show is better like just constantly like talk about anal sex you know like just just all right so that's whatever then i flip my my camera around the wrong way and my wife's flipping out she's like it's dirty i'm like no i'm being clean She's like, no the house is dirty right so now she's mad that like the house and then she leaves i'm like my producer left because my my baby went to the diaper she she went number two she pooped right so now I'm, I'm out there and people are calling in but and I and I thought like when you're on Instagram live I'm like hey request to go live just request to go live and you'll be on the screen and then people didn't know how to do it they were like can I go live like they were just saying can I go live like that's how they request like they were requesting so it just became <laughs> it became a train wreck
1: it just became an extension of the rest of your life <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. No, but it it was still, perfect sense to me. It was
3: still fun. I mean, it was fun. People were like, this is the best show ever, having such a blast, blah, blah, blah. But then people kept saying, like, so then I, I would, like, you know, people would go live with me. No one was wearing a shirt, right? Nice. Everyone was like, I'm on edibles. Like, nice. one, guy after, one guy just wanted to tell me his artwork. He gets on, he gets one question wrong, but he goes, Hey man, look at this. Um, tonight he wants to me all his paintings in his house. Or you know, like it was just one thing. It was every- just
1: a big promo. I get it. I get it. All right, well, sounds like sounds like you did a smash up job, and I'm I'm sure that, that'll make you a million bucks.
3: No, I'm telling you, it's gonna be we're going again tonight, six o'clock. To every night we're going. Bar tab trivia on my Instagram. It's uh it's everybody everybody was either on like mushrooms. One guy who won, I think, was 19. So, so, so well, I'm like, I, I don't know if you can even, even even drink. We're sending him a bottle. Cause if you win, we send you a bottle of wine.
1: Bro, so so you're just like, I mean, you know what? This is weird. You know, I, I figured the apocalypse would have like cooler characters as the criminal masterminds. Instead, it's you and uh, <laughs> your baby shitting on camera, and you sending bottles of wine to underage children. Well, he good said good he was for in you. Canada. Good for he,
3: said, you. He, he said he was in Canada. And then one lady was like, whatever. She was like, I used to be your nanny. So, like, my nanny was doing when I was three years old. Uh, nice. And then another person kept – and then it was, like, one ball guy after another. So, I was like, this show is sponsored by a game. It kind of reminded me when I got sued for $20 million in college. I'll tell you that story, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, let's, let's dig into that later. You've already <laughs> ate up a lot of time on the podcast with this crazy-ass bar tab trivia. You know, uh, but I think, yeah, I think you're you good for this job, for sure. I mean, just shitting on drunk people, that that's what you do your whole life. Well, <laughs> well, exactly. But then people were yeah. saying to me, like, actually, the owner of the,
3: of, of the wine company that sponsored it, Shurer Wine, said, Valiant job tonight, which was nice. He's like,
1: Valiant, man. Valiant. You know what? She's really digging deep for a snide remark because <laughs> Valiant is slaying a dragon, bro. Valiant is not doing bar tab trivia. But, no, I'm telling you. No, mate, we have different definitions. But then it was funny because my
3: wife was holding up signs from the producer saying, like, ask easier questions. So I, I, I'm like, oh, ask easier questions. Oh, like, I was just reading them as opposed to actually, like, like that happened one time I was on stage telling jokes. And some, the, uh, the owner of, of, of the club wrote, uh, wrote um, uh, clean it up. And then they sent me a, a piece of paper while I was on stage. And I'm like, clean it up. And then everyone's like, boo. <laughs> so then the <laughs> became the bad guy.
5: No. But,
3: but, yeah, I mean, there's so many times. I told you that one story about how when uh, I had that comedy show with porn stars, and some girl got a dildo thrown at her head. And I went, and I went to watch what? The, I tell you that story?
1: No, go ahead. I mean, you got to tell it now. Jesus Christ.
3: So back in the MySpace days, I was promoting comedy shows, and I realized that if you put, like, a hot chick on a flyer, it, it would, like, attendance would, like, triple. Or Oh, know, yeah.
1: I, so, I one time got a – during those days, the early days of the internet, I once just put a picture of Tequila's kids as my as my profile picture. And I mean, instant boost, like a thousand friend requests a day. So straight, a lot of dick pics. Early days of dick pics, dick pixelated. You know what I'm saying?
3: Right, of course. Yeah. So um, what happened was uh, I had to produce these comedy shows and I realized that if I put a porn star on the show telling jokes, everyone would show up. Like all these people, I mean, it wasn't exactly the best crowd I want, but like, so we had to start the Laugh Factory. It went well, but they said, like, the girls were too it – was, it was too censored, so we moved it somewhere else, a place called Forbidden City, right? It was a club on La Brea. It was owned by the Russian mob, which I didn't know about, right? So it was me, Casey Armstrong from the Howard Stern Show, intern, Casey, and it was this guy, T. Real, this porn star named T. Real. So we booked a bunch of porn stars to do comedy, and the comics were, like, me, Yoshi, Greg Wilson. I just picked the dirtiest comics I could say, and then Nikki – Hunter was the was the main chick. So, and then T-Real got us like, I, I he didn't get us like the porn stars. He got us like the gonzo girls, like the girls that would be in like, you know, anal cream pie 17 or something. It was like, you know, gangbangs are us. It was like the,
1: we, we weren't getting the, A, the A-list porn stars. No, no, it was like the edgiest of the edgy. This is like, yeah, like the the MMA roasted of porn stars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like not the Joe Rogan of porn stars, not roasted, yeah, 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 I get it.
3: Yeah, these are like wean dogs' greatest hits, right? So <laughs> yeah. so what ended up happening was, so I go on and the crowd's all a bunch of, and we got sponsored by this dildo company and then this like lube company and all these like people send us this bunch of stuff, right? So uh, are you still here?
1: Yeah, I, you know, I'm getting weird phone calls. I didn't even know that the phone worked that way anymore.
3: Okay, so what happened was uh, this girl, go, I, 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 I go on and the crowd's a bunch of bikers, like black biker gangs, like the Rough Riders showed up. And then a bunch of like old hippie, like weird people. And then just some strange perverted. And so I'm, I'm
1: imagining DMX is there and like fish is on the other side. Yeah. And then right down the center is the anal blasting porn star. Go on. Right. And I'm going on and I'm, I'm
3: throwing my heat and getting barely anything. I'm like, okay, this is going to be rough because if I'm doing this, how the porn star is going to do, right? Yeah. So the porn stars go on and they're getting nothing. Like they're just, they're buying crickets, crickets, right? And then Greg Wilson goes on and the girls are getting drunker and drunker and drunker, right? To the point where uh, this girl went on and she's she's like, she goes on stage while he's on there, sits on the stool, spreads her legs and goes, eat me out. And then he, and then Greg Wilson goes, I've been in a lot of bad places but I'm not going in Devil's Canyon, right? So that's what he says. So then it just keeps, so then the girl, they wouldn't let the girls drink because they were like 19 or 20, these porn stars. So the one girl goes up sloshed and she's like, she's like, you know what? That bartender wouldn't serve me. Well, fuck you. Cause that one didn't. Starts drinking. Right? So now the bartender's pissed. Owners are pissed. They're flashing their boobs. Right? Then the girls keep getting more and more wasted because they're not getting laughs. So they're like, just start making out with each other. They're wrestling. So the one girl goes on and takes the mic stand and just hurls it to the crowd, like bar- like hits the table, luckily. And then takes a- the dildo that we were sponsored by and hurls a dildo and hit some girl in the face in the crowd with a dildo, right? So, this girl then, like, they canceled the show. It's over. People walked out of there like it was 9-11, just like, what the fuck just happened? Like, (laughs) other people people were like, when's your next
1: show? Greatest show I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, like, you know, this is like, I think I'd be on the greatest show of all time, kind (laughs) of. I just like to see a catastrophe every once in a while. You know, it's it's amusing to me. I I like this awkward kind of... Dildo throwing madness, but I, you know, again, I'm mad. But the girl that got hit with the dildo went and filed a police report. Oh, and, well, and you know, the cop was she like, has a right to do that. Was like, we don't know how
3: to file this, um, because you know, under dildo porn stuff, those dildo at girl's head.
1: Well, if it's black, I mean, that's assault with a deadly weapon. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what happened. So, uh, so yeah, so that was that. That was another terrible thing I was really looking forward to, but all this time and effort, and then uh girl hits hit with a dildo so
1: Man, how are you holding what was up? that what was that show called I'm dude I'm not holding up bro I'm telling you bro I just took my first shower in, in days I'm like kind of crawling the walls I keep watching CNN and I don't know they're they're telling me that the world's over so I'm like I'm hunkered down ready to do it like I, I don't know what the the next step is. Did you did you get that rifle for yourself?
3: No. I know it keeps right. getting worse. First it was like don't be out with 10 people. Then it was like, don't leave. Next is going to be like, get into a drawer and hide in it.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's going to be like, now, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Go to the local market for your Republican bread. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I- I'm a little bit worried, man. they are talking about, talking about National Guard stuff. I feel like we're being re-educated. Because, like, all the shows on Netflix are about, like, gangster shit. and like. You know society fracturing and they keep like they keep suggesting dystopian movies for me and shit like uh, I'm getting real worried dude I, I, I gotta tell you I'm gonna get a different
3: vibe from you this is not the regular happy I know. lucky positive I know. like I actually you know felt and, bad when I in the beginning when I said the felon whatever I'm like I've, I've been still beating myself up for saying that because I felt like I I shouldn't have made that joke because I thought you would laugh and then now you're like Bro, I laugh
1: at none of your jokes, okay? I laugh at all of them. Inside, inside, like a karate man. Uh, hey, are you, are you all
3: right? I'm actually. Are you getting? I mean, because you were fucking hold up for a year and a half, and now you're. Yeah, up. I
1: know, and yeah. exactly. I'm having fucking flashbacks right now. It's fucking weird. Let me tell you, you know. But at the same time, you know, I'm keeping myself busy. You know, doing as best I can. But like, bro, I, I don't know. You know, you're you, you got the baby to play with. I'm over here. You know. Um, staring at the damn TV with doom and gloom. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there looking at the same shit that I'm looking at. And I don't know, I, I watched all of Ozark. Maybe that's affecting my, uh, you know, maybe that's affecting my yeah, mood a, for yeah, sure.
3: You're, a, you're a, a very bright, good-looking, nice human being with a ton of experience.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do. You know, and if an apocalypse happens, we'll be you're all right. All right, right. You're, you're, you're pretty trained. right (laughs) well i know but that's what i'm saying is that you know yeah it's really funny to make jokes about but you know it's the same thing as like i was making jokes about corona on on twitter and then really like later i was like all right so you're gonna joke about that and now it's like a real deal like ten thousand people in italy died
3: yeah but in the holocaust the jews were getting by by telling each other jokes like you can't i mean what's the way to I mean, what's the way to look at it? I obviously want to take it seriously and, and not look yeah. out how it can be a fucking moron and, 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 you know, whatever. At the same time, what? If I'm, if I'm inside worrying, upset, depressed, or if I'm inside laughing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm and laughing. that's the whole reason I want to keep doing this show, even though it's probably terrible audio. Probably, You know what I mean? Wait, the, you, know the what worst. You, you know
3: what people are thanking me right now? John Jones is here. i saying that we've gotten the the only good thing about this whole thing is that MMA roasted. I'm getting so many emails and texts saying that we're getting them through this. Okay, I've gotten- oh, all right.
1: To- all right. You know what? That see, that's the downside of me not checking the comments and whatnot. You know, it's it's that's the downside. Is that oh, I don't know. I don't see the positive. Oh, I'm just like to- I'm just worried. I'm just watching fake news networks going ah ah. ah. I've gotten so many people saying
3: that like the only good thing is that we like you guys get me through the day. But but speaking of which, we have the champ is here. John Jones is with us. John Jones. John
0: Jones. John Jones. How are you, man? It's I'm doing great. It's been a weird three days.
3: Yeah. (laughs) So so mayhem. Okay, if you're not playing with John Jones, I'll tell you. So John Jones, manager. No, no, this is John Jones, okay? So this guy right here is named John Jones. And he's a- Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait.
3: Adam. Yes. John Jones. Yes. Okay, so if you don't know John Jones, John Jones is from Brooklyn, and he's, he's a video game programmer, uh, amazing at it. And, he's, and, and so what happened was he took the Twitter name John Jones. And every time the fighter John Jones gets in trouble, he gets inundated with people telling how much they hate him. Oh much, my God. <laughs> no. How much he sucks. Uh, how you're a piece of shit. What's your um, life?
1: Yes. Remember the time that we had a party at my yep. house? I had yep. a party. I mean, I like let you DJ for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And you just put on Eddie Murphy. My girl likes to party all the time. Party all the time. Party all the time. Yes. yes. That—that's who
3: you are. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, I like to party all the time. So, but, man, but you're gonna love this guy
1: because. All right. You know what, John Jones? <laughs> yes. The mustache is some bonus points. All right. I'll just I'll just go ahead and say that first. You well, thank- look like the, the coolest hipster in Brooklyn. But what the hell <laughs> into it? You yeah. You're doing. You're a video gameist. This- Designer, what what do you do?
0: Yeah, so I uh so I run art teams. Like I hire artists, I manage them, and when I'm not doing that, I'm fending off a uh, hate mail for Bones' latest atrocity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, well all right, we'll bust out some tweets, bro. What what the hell? Yeah, how, how have no. you been representing John Jones for this <laughs> long just by cyber squatting on his name? Good job, by
0: the way. Well not cyber squatting, it's literally my name. And an I got name. it for him. I got the document that's that's that well, a lot is, of people do get angry man people are so pissed people are telling like telling me like give up your name give it to the millionaire spoiled nah. sports celebrity that'll teach him
1: this is america bro this is america you got it parents. somebody stole my website i can't even get mad at him. him. example of like
3: what his life is like uh so he got a dm saying you're a waste of space on the ufc roster ruin dc legacy you cheating pussy Right, Then mm. he writes back, I would be genuinely surprised if the UFC has ever had any space for me on their roster. So then,
1: yeah.
3: then the guy writes, go fuck yourself, buddy. Lost me $50 because of you. Juicing, fuck. Your whole career is a cheat. And then he goes, what does my morning ginger and beet juice cleanse have to do with you losing money? I'm totally lost here. And then the guy writes back, oh shit, just a white dude. My bad, NIG LMAO)
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was wondering how you're going to cover the last bit of that. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> this is like I'm like, so people... trying
1: to be
0: playful with the with with the dummies, <laughs> but every single time, like since 2012, since UFC 151 when he backed out, I, I I never followed the sport. I just occasionally, like my phone just drained the battery drains instantly, and that's well. I'm kind of a masochist, so I just respond to everything and be just a little bit. Of a-
1: <laughs> well, you seem like a smart dude. Like, obviously, if you're running, like, art teams, you got to, like, kind of be put together. So quick on your feet, and, and you must have some damn mental energy to expend on, on our beautiful sports uh, uh, plethora of intellectual fans with traumatic, chronic traumatic endothelitis. Here's another one. Here's another one. I am sick of you,
3: John. I will be your heavyweight debut when you get out of prison. I'm six foot six, two fifty. Let's get it on. I'll beat the stupidity out of you. He he writes back, Dearest Todd, (laughs) dearest. I must admit, you sound totally hot and your offer is titillating to the extreme. Most of the time I'd be all wreck me, daddy. But as it happens, at this moment, I'm happily married to a lady. Alas, (laughs) except that we are merely big beefy man chips passing
1: in the night. (laughs) Oh, what could have worked out in another lifetime. Best regards, John Jones. Oh my God, bro! This romance fan fiction is off the chain. <laughs> hey, hey! So let let me ask you this, John Jones, because you know we only talk to MMA dudes on this show, mm-hmm. so and it, so it's rare. And I, and I'm like an undercover nerd. I'm on that Doom Eternal right now, hacking okay. away. Yeah, that, that that one is fucking hard. It's hard on Hurt me planning. Ultra violence is goddamn impossible. So, what, what what kind of games do you like? What what are you inspired by, and, and what what type of games? Yeah, what type of games do you make?
0: I, I, I actually just stopped play. I paused to do Eternal to come do this. I had obsessed yeah. with it. I keep going back to play uh, to enable previous levels with cheat codes just so I yeah. can f it all up because it was so hard and frustrating. I need um,
1: Cliff, baby. Hey, so <laughs> wait, did you uh did you did you get through the uh, Marauder on on like? No,
0: in under an hour because I didn't. God, no! Like honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm puss. I play on easy. Like I, oh, man. I, don't, I had to turn it. Man, you
1: just, you just made me admit it out loud <laughs> that I, that I fucking switched it to easy to get by that marauder. Fuck! I'm so ashamed of myself because the dog kept biting me and the fucking imps kept shooting fireballs and I had just had enough, bro. I had just, I just really. I, I put it on easy, too. Sorry. Sorry, America. I let you down. Know. Uh,
3: thanks, John. Crying now, mate. Oop, you, I froze. You, hope, hope you're Back so head. proud of yourself, dickhead. Uh, <laughs> and you write, Crying babies is hilarious. Send audio. <laughs> he goes, you're, bad. you're a bad and sick man, John. Hope God could save you. What God? I've been getting a lot of recruitment emails from Satan. And the benefits are pretty good. And the ass are pretty in line with my exhausting... Proctivities? Proclivities? I don't even know how to say it. Proclivities. Proclivities! Oh, fuck! I don't know, man. I
1: don't even I'm, know I'm, words.
3: I don't know words. You're absolutely right. I have. I. I, I didn't graduate college. All right, so, uh, but yeah, he, dude, you're hilarious, man. Thank you. <laughs> how did you get fired? How, did, how does, see, that gives me, like, you're getting fired? You're a fucking genius. How do you get fired?
0: Uh, just, it's just corporate BS, man. Uh, it's, and it's just a difficult industry. I've been laid off, like, five, six, seven times it but uh you know that's just that's just how it goes i'm what's funny is i'm actually actively interviewing now during all of this so as i'm going through background checks and shit people are going to be looking at my twitter feed like why is he coming on to strangers at a sexual banner nah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey what about so what's your discography like like what type of like platformers you know what i'm saying like shooters what what, what type of stuff do you make
0: so Just Cause 3 is the most recent thing that I worked on. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I, that was a lot of fun. I, I was behind, um, my department uh, did the, uh, the characters, weapons, vehicles. I was really into the vehicles. Like 120 different vehicles. I was designing like, okay, here's where they break apart. Here's how they get damaged. Like I hired the teams to do all the art, all the production. It was really awesome. Like my job was designing how vehicles explode in the coolest way possible. And then designing the guns that make them explode. It's it is a really really cool career, except like every eighteen to thirty six months you get laid off. But yeah, it's it's a cost of.
1: Well, because it's kind of like the movie. It's like the movie, the new movie. In this,
0: exactly right.
1: It's just nonstop. Like there's so many people who want those jobs that they just keep. You know, they do this hiring insanity, right? Hiring, firing, hiring, firing. Exactly right. You're
0: exactly right. And, and they
1: want you to be a rock star in program and and you know do 50, 60 hour weeks. You know like yep. crunch crunch right
0: exactly crunch. I, I i've gotten divorced over crunch before way earlier in my career like over like 80 100 120 hours a week put a cot under the desk like i mean it's it, it can be a fun job but i mean you're there's an inexhaustible supply of 20 year olds that'll think they'll uh, they think rock star job basically that that's just a code word for glamorizing crappy working conditions mm, it's like woo yeah. child labor yeah yeah yeah
1: i mean look Tell Adam he's a fucking idiot because he said he he told me the other day when I was talking about video games, he's like, How old are you? Like forty? I was like, Yeah, just about and yeah, I played video games, the most popular thing on earth.
0: It is. It's the most like honestly, dude, like the like the um males, uh, males and females 30 and up are like the biggest demographic in games. Like those are the biggest those are the people that have the most disposable income. Those are the people that make my job possible in eighteen month spurts. Yeah. <laughs> I I have an idea. I
3: just, I'm not, you know what it is? I I peeked out at like, I don't know, Mario Brothers or like the back of the Donkey Kong or uh, NBA Jam. And then I didn't play them for so long. Now it's too confusing for me. (laughs) There's too many buttons. Like,
0: it's Nintendo Switch, Mario Odyssey, man. It'll get you right back into it. It'll make you feel like a kid again. It's amazing, especially now. Like just, you get the Nintendo Switch lights, like 199 bucks. You can get like bundles on sale. The new Mario game is incredible. And Zelda. Too. I think when
3: my daughter gets a little older, I'll I'll like play with her, and then I'll, I'll get back I'll get back into it. You know, Perfect. like. But
1: your daughter's smart. She probably can play it now, dude. She really. Nintendo she really can.
3: She knows all the. She knows how to use YouTube and the phone and put. On, I mean, she's in that 20 months. I mean, she's all she wow, wants. That's awesome. She just, I know, but it's like, yeah, but she grabs you like this by my face and goes, Elmo, 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 until I put on Elmo. I'm like, I, it's like, Elmo is like fucking crack, but like uh, less dangerous, <laughs> like, like more dangerous. Like,
0: <laughs> I, I, I worked on Sesame Street games. Actually, the first two Sesame Street games to come out in 20 years, Elmo's A to Z Adventure and Cookies Counting Carnival, I worked on that. I managed the art for it, like That's all, right. like, all the, the 20 or 30 stages like going through art direction for, for like Elmo, like, okay, he's three years old. He's not gay. Like, don't, it's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird style guide to make him not like his fingers can't be too sharp. He can't be too effeminate. He's not retarded. He's three. (laughs) So I'm guessing you got like a lot of notes on this thing. (laughs) So so many, dude, 40 gigabytes of documents for their style guide.
1: No joke. And wow. who do you have to work with with that? Like, that's interesting to me. It was like Jim Henson company or
0: Disney our, or who owns so that? There so was, there's was a Sesame Workshop and there's a publisher, I think it was Warner Brothers. So, um, so we were like, uh, so we like work with Warner Brothers who's paying us, they would submit everything for approval to Sesame Workshop. And they have a panel like, well, since like 1969, not, I don't know how many people know this, they have a panel of like, I think it's like a 12 to 16 educators that approve every single segment that goes on every episode of Sesame Street. Sometimes wow. it'll be like, eight, like six to nine months in development for mm-hmm. just a two-minute segment, get, going through all the approval stages to be educational and entertaining, and then it'll get cut and never be aired. Well, they're, they're
3: So, so they are like, today Elmo likes balls. I'm all yes. like big balls. I'm all like small balls. I'm all, I'm like I'm I'm, I'm like, dude, whoever did this is a fucking asshole. I'm
1: They're like, winking at you. They're
3: winking yeah, yeah, at you. There is yes. no way this person didn't know that I was going to laugh at this. You know.
0: Well, Cookie Monster it's like I has, it's I think it's the facing the camera his left eye is always lazy up. So you can't mirror animations. Wow. He <laughs> also can't shrug because he doesn't have bones. He does not have shoulder bones. That was like a note that I got once. Like it's, <laughs> it's like he's just weird. Like biologically, he's just a sack with a face that eats cookies. This is sort of horrifying.
3: <laughs> it sounds like me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, That's me during the coronavirus too, too, yeah. What the <laughs> you fuck? Did
3: though, right? I mean, think about MMA and John Jones, it actually got you into jujitsu, right?
0: Yes. I've uh, so I got a free so I got a free lesson years ago that I went to uh, one of the Gracie Gems here in Brooklyn and it had my ass kicked off of my body. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that happens in a jiu-jitsu gym. Yeah. But they were your, so your, nice, it was so nice at all my vomiting. Dude, your
3: response is though, I honestly like the only like I like John Jones as an athlete. I I I don't I don't really under, understand his like thought process sometimes. But the best <laughs> thing is when you get inundated with people, it is the funny, I, I go right to you. I don't even go right to like ESPN or whoever because the, the, the bad part is that people delete it. They realize it's not John Jones, and then I don't know what you're responding
0: to. Oh, it's, it drives me crazy. I have to be so fast at screenshotting. Like I'm his, I'm John Jones's crisis PR rodeo clown, basically. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah, I never thought about that. I, I need one of those. Oh, the only <laughs> other Mayhem Miller I know is a black transsexual. But he and, blocked you, right, John Jones?
0: I, at, he at did uh, twice. Yeah. Like, for years, I was blocked. Then he unblocked me when someone tweeted tweeted him saying, like, hey, I like your mustache. You're a great game developer. And Bones, (laughs) to credit, Bones retweeted saying, I think you meant at John Jones, which was truly hilarious. Like, fucking funny. So, like, I retweeted that, and he, and I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. And he liked it. And that is the entirety of our communication over the last decade.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that.
0: And so he's definitely, I always thought it was kind of funny, like the Jesus guy is like the heel, but I mean, he's, he's working it.
1: I mean, he really t- doesn't even try to be the heel, bud. It's just that he loves drinking, getting fucking wild with some strippers. I mean, it's just this weird thing where, you know, there's two parts to him. And I think everybody has that, where there's a divergence between the best us that we want to be and then the person that we actually become through habit and repetition and I feel like Johnny you know, has a problem where he hangs out in certain situations and gets in trouble so damn uh, it's, it's weird that you're on the outskirts of this just by having the same damn name
3: but his yeah. comments somebody goes you're a piece of shit John don't try and lie your way out of this you shouldn't be allowed to be champ he goes hey man if you have a problem with me being ultimate fuzzy cuddling champ take it up with the judges <laughs> <laughs>
0: then I have two pictures of me hugging my cats. Nice. Use <laughs> nice. the oh, Cats and tacos. And there's, a, there's another Daniel Cormier as well. Uh, oh. That's at Daniel Cormier. I've met him in person. We've gone out for, uh, well, I had a beer eating, you know, <laughs> the
1: uh, but, Did the judges give you the decision or what?
0: <laughs> well, it being like, me, of course. Yeah, no, no, no. well, I mean, like, I had to give him a cel- uh, celebratory, yo know, eye poke. So and yeah, then
3: you, yeah. got, you got on ESPN because of it.
0: Yeah, my God, that was insane. They, yeah, I went to the uh, like the the recording studios uh, for I think it was like CBS or whatever the um, they have the same facility they share, and the doorman that was like signing me in through security, his name was Will Smith. And I was I was telling him why I was there. He's like, get the hell out. <laughs>
1: have this weird. is better than john jones right now yeah i don't know i keep swinging back and forth like <laughs> man we i really thought we were gonna talk with johnny jones yeah but,
3: by the way yeah, you're a very don't... hot wife though your wife is beautiful and seems very cool about the whole thing
0: thank you oh my god she's amazing like she like she feeds me beer and shots like while i'm at my uh, at my laptop like typing things i'll <laughs> i'll like bounce things off of her like this doesn't seem like racist does it <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's crowdsourcing his damn racism joke that's pretty crazy like as soon as the news hits like are you got like google alerts or something when john no, jones does some but... shit?
0: <laughs> yeah like, okay like like i i mean i don't follow news about him it literally follows me so my <laughs> my battery in less than an hour my phone battery went from 70 percent to 30 percent I, I even plugged it into a speed charger that speeds like a, um, charges at a one and a half speed, I mean, times the speed. and It was still draining because of the notifications. It was so insane.
3: What we're going to do for this podcast is, you know, I said we have John Jones coming on. We're going to put his picture in the thumbnail.
2: Uh, <laughs> you oh, cheeky that, shit. Bro,
3: he was I love
1: terrible. This terrible. <laughs> we're going to get so much shit for that. But it's going to be so funny. I'm <laughs> going to. Yeah, good. good. No, man, you're a good dude. And, uh, you're, I can't. I mean, you're gonna get a new job, you know that, right? You're gonna get another job. Oh, Did yeah. you get laid right. off because of Corona or laid off just because they didn't like that stash.
0: Just <laughs> no, they, they love the mustache. Actually, my first week on my last job, I had I just started getting this tattoo and it was just like scabbed all the hell, wasn't finished. And it was like a, it was a sales job, so I mean, all these normal, non game developer people, and they're like, Who's this purple haired asshole that's covered in scabs? I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. I'm the video games guy. They're like, Oh, cool, all right, that makes sense what is that tattoo hexagonal what uh it's what just uh, it? it's just like a sci-fi um it's like a, just a hexagon I, I get
1: it i get it we're from the future and it kind of sucks here
0: exactly and deus ex like i have the, i have this one also that uh, sort of mirrors it <laughs> I, yeah, this yeah. is the last thing i got before i got laid off actually wow. interesting but uh
3: you're like the friendliest hipster i remember in my life normally when i, I see <laughs> hipsters i think they're, they're gonna hate
1: us because i'm a jock no because we're talking to a hipster in his natural environment the internet <laughs> you know what i mean he's like he, he look how safe he feels with all his plushies back there and you know what i mean i'm Yo, I am in my safe space yeah there's definitely like a, a book of of some type of art back there you know maybe street art <laughs> something something weird back there for sure it's like 18th a, century
0: etchings yeah. yeah there you go <laughs>
1: see i couldn't even think the right That that's it <laughs>
0: See, yeah. I have the poisoned mind. Rely on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: Well, so, well so, so listen, John Jones, man, stay safe. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having uh, me. Honestly, the best part, you're the best thing about Twitter. The the, the best thing is, is you. You're, you're fuck, comedy.
1: bro. You don't follow me anymore?
3: I follow you, but this guy kills you, bro. Because, yeah. like,
1: it's-, <laughs> it's but, but every, I, lost that, I lost another crown today. It's just
3: basic comedy of, like, you know, bait and I script, hear you. you know, people yeah. running in who's on first? I'm on first. I mean it's basically who's on first, you know, Abbott and Costello, but John Jones. Uh
0: so this is uh, for humoring me and for having me.
3: Anytime man. So well, stay we'll safe. You have stay a great
0: weekend. Thanks, John. Right, cheers guys. See you bud.
1: You're gonna have to check back in on John Jones sometime. he's yeah, an interesting right. character. Right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm glad we have friends outside the MMA world now. Thanks listen, to you.
3: Mayhem, I'm 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 just, I'm just gonna say, man, like, cause I know you're getting down, and I could I could feel it. Um, yeah. And once again, I apologize for that stupid joke in the beginning.
1: Uh, I was just. Well, I, I a stupid just, joke, bro? Listen, me. if you're gonna apologize about your jokes, we're gonna be here all fucking day. All right. All right. So, well, listen. Well, listen just so you know, some
3: of the comments are, uh, uh, keep up the good work, Mayhem. Glad to see you turn around. He goes. Uh, he goes. Who else was watching? He goes. Yeah, Adam. Don't get down on yourself. Uh, I thought you were being a dick at the beginning, but I like your show. You're funny. Nobody's perfect. That was nice Somebody said Dean Thomas is a legend go mayhem These three have a legit family vibe talking like they've been knowing each other their whole lives Adams a goofy successful one with the family Oh, I, 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 I wouldn't go that far. successful <laughs> Wayne's the creepy hilarious one who gives no fuck and mayhem's a troublemaker with all the stories watching after his little brothers. It's pretty wild uh, People are like yo, you're spoiling the fans Uncle May, I love Mayhem. Mayhem's hilarious. Offering John Jones to drive him for a very low price. I'll definitely watch it. I love when Adam cracks up. Adam's girl is adorable. Podcast is great. Mayhem together. You guys are better than JRE. Uh, I mean, it's just one after another. Uh, Wean Dog has gone too, uh, too far. T- just taking a shit. Uh, Mayhem, uh, great. Uh, you're really funny. Adam, you're, uh, Mayhem saying, well, obviously you're always whining. After Adam says, give me the bottle. And seriously, no offense to Adam. I'm just saying that was insanely quick, a hilarious joke. Adam Mayhem Wean, thank you for doing this. Yo, Miller, start your own podcast. Uh, it's fun. Nah. Mayhem, meet new and old friends on the podcast. Keep up the network. I feel like Mayhem might be the one of the most interesting athletes I've ever uh, seen. Jeez. Uh, Mayhem's funny as hell. Uh, Adam's extremely easy to manipulate. Uh, he goes, "Nobody's raping a baby." He sips bottle. Oh um, God. Adam, uh, God is the government. But people are just like, I'm, I'm loving this. Uh, Is this a
1: new segment where we just read all our good? No, I'm just trying to tell feedback. you. I'm just because you haven't. And what happens of- when we start like getting successful and then and then like it's real negative? How are you going to hey, hold up men? Hey,
3: I listen to Howard Stern all the time and, yeah. and, and he reads all his negatives, a lot of the negative shit, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so uh, thanks for coming. You're the man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Adam reads mean tweets. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. I mean,
3: people are like, yo, the best uh, MMA roasted entertaining us during the quarantine with these podcasts keep them coming. And that was just from the last podcast. I mean, the one before that was even, I mean, we just, became- yeah, all right, all
1: right, all right. So I'm just saying. All right, you changed my mind. I, I you know, I feel like fine. We're doing God's work. We're doing a service here. I okay. feel like maybe we should like give better, like directions for, I don't know, the quarantine. But I guess the direction is right there. Save your ass at home. Watch a damn podcast. You know what I mean? Don't go outside. Don't cough on anybody. Don't make out with Tom Hanks. <laughs> but we're also taking people's mind off the quarantine, man. Like, that's also, yeah.
3: you know, I mean, I think people are getting enough information about the quarantine. You can, man, like,
1: aren't we? I think it's overboard a little bit. Like, I
3: know. You can turn on ways, like, make a left, don't cough. It's just, it's, it's one after another. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, but I'm just saying that uh, people, I, I've gotten more love about this. People like Sober Mayhem is the best ever. So if you're ever down, just know that you're making a lot of people
1: happy right and you know that's, that's, that's i'm not i'm not down about making people happy i'm down about like the world right now like you know it's just a very bizarre uh new territory that we're headed into and it, you know it's it's it, you know I, I i'm a realist you know and i'm a realist too. So we, but
3: at a certain point like i look at like even like, for example like that stupid. That, Sometimes, like, all you can do is do your best, okay? Yeah,
1: C.R. See, see see Bada Luzana is out there coaching in uh, uh, Singapore, and he said that they already went through that. They did the lockdown, and now they're back, and life is normal. So that kind of gives me hope that, you know, life is going to be normal, you know, but but the thing is is that I don't know if America has, like, the infrastructure and to deal with this, you know what I mean? Like, they, they said that Trump, like, Fired all the pandemic people. And now, you know, it's like we we have more cases than anybody. And that's what makes me anxious. Plus, everybody got pistols, rifles. You know what I mean? And the the cops have tanks. Could be like a crazy, scary thing to happen. Ah, But I got my fingers crossed. You you ever go on World Star Hip Hop?
3: Do I ever? There was a, a nurse there yesterday that was like saying from Alabama. That was like saying it's way worse than the news is making it. She's like, dead people, she's like, dead people every age, uh, 30, 20, 40. It's not old, just old people. She's like, man, it's crazy up here. So uh, She's like, I can't leave my house. She's like, I'm not leaving here because you gotta be quarantined. What's there? So uh, she's like, you know, it, that, that was scary. Uh, this wasn't like a pay, not that there are paid actors and paid whatever, but this was like. Oh my God, are you going
1: Alex Jones territory? These are crisis actors? Now? I'm not,
3: but like, I'm not. I, like – and I, I hate to quote Cardi B, but she was pretty funny recently because she made this video where she's like, man, what Like, what the fuck is going on? She's like, man, I'm, I'm watching the, the, the news right now. I'm watching uh, the internet and they got all these celebrities up there like, hi, like I'm whatever and I have the coronavirus, but I have no symptoms. He's like, like it's a flat tummy commercial. <laughs> she called it like they're doing a flat, a flat tummy tea commercial. <laughs> it was about Idris Elba, right? how he has the corona you know that is his actor who has a corona yeah he has no symptoms and then people were like well if you have no symptoms why do you get tested like why are you getting a test like somebody had a joke that were like somebody's joke was actually pretty funny the comic he said man if you want to find out if you have coronavirus cough on a rich person and see if they come back positive because it it does seem like rich people are the ones getting the tests. You well know? yeah i mean
1: this is america bro come on which is which we is we don't have we don't have healthcare. So, you, you know, you need a care that's connected to your job. Oh, what? You lost your job because of coronavirus? That's weird. Yeah, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, and I obviously don't think that they're actors
3: uh, doing it. It, it. it did seem a little weird that someone's like, I went and got, I'm, I'm positive, but I had no symptoms. But then uh, it made sense because he worked with somebody who had the coronavirus, so then he got tested. But I don't know. They, it's, the whole thing is it's a little bit like, a lot of different information being headed your way, and I don't know what to believe. Uh, all I do, all I know, is is dangerous and stay inside because, according, to, you know, people are dying like left and right. So
1: yeah, they had the damn. I think what affected me was they lined up the coffins in in Italy like some weird photo shoot where they just had a bunch of coffins in a church just filled, and that just looks like you know some damn end times type shit.
4: Yeah. Pretty creepy,
1: you know, and I guess that affects me. Totally. But the reality is, it's hard as hell to get the thing the, with what we're doing right now. So I guess they're going to contain the thing, have, a, have like a 15-minute test. Okay, that, that's what I've like read. So, all right, I, I guess we're, we're headed in the right direction. But it's just an uncertain time right now, and I just want everyone to like stay strong, you know, and stay safe. Like stay, I guess, I guess we got to stay inside and go crazy for a little bit. As that's going to happen.
3: Yeah, no, it's it
1: crazy. By the way,
3: Don Fry called me up uh, asking Oh what he my did. god, bro. I feel like look, I wanted to talk about this.
1: I feel like I completely blew that Why? interview. Because I had so much more questions, and we gotta get him back on some other time. But the fact that he was so injured really like stabbed something in me. Like it was like, oh god, like damn, he gave me so so many great fights. I was starstruck a little bit. I was just like, you know what I mean? He's this, kind of like, I get how people look at me as like a weird symbol of something, not like, and he's this symbol of manliness. And this guy is so injured right now that it like broke my heart. It really broke my heart, you know, that, that uh, he was going through so many surgeries and he kept getting fucked up. But, but the reality is, is that to do the sport we do, you, you give, you got to give your body. You got to give a lot to get a lot, you know? And I'm like constantly evolving in my thinking about it, but I'm just mad at myself that I didn't ask, you know what I mean? What was going into that Takiyama fight, you know, uh, how he felt with, with the Ken Shamrock fight. There were so many more questions. I did that. The French call it like staircase conversation or whatever, where you're like, thinking about shit you could have said on the staircase. Well, he and I, I did that a lot. He
5: wants to come
3: back. I mean, he wants to okay, come back. Okay. So um, he actually called me because he wanted to know what he said. Cause his
1: girlfriend's mad at him. Um, oh, he was kind of being a, you know what I mean? He like slipped back into player mode for a minute with us talking, talking about the ladies. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure there was something in there to be mad about for sure. Like he was like, yeah, the girls, like he kind of. We, we kind of did some pervert talking with him, for sure. Like, we, we kind of, like, we did some locker room talk, you know, grabbing bunches. Of... He'd be the coolest uncle, though, right? I mean... Bro, he is. I felt like he is my uncle. Like I fucking... You know, like I said, I, I kind of did a little star there, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, here we go.
3: I'm going to get this girl, Ty Emery, on air. So, Ty Emery is... Uh, so, can you go on that? She's got an OnlyFans account. Can you go on this? She just did a Muay Thai kick. I got Mirchart um, and then Ty Emery. Where did you just go?
1: Mayhem. Hello? Were you scared? No, what was that? No, I had to, like, uh, charge this thing. I got like I got like iPhone 4 bro like uh, the battery life is not really extreme for this thing
3: what's crazy about Don fry though is that like I mean he obviously is a legend but if he fought right now I feel like he'd be the most pop- one of the most five most popular fighters like you know like the the sport kind of he was a legend back when the sport wasn't as popular as, as it was
1: like, yeah you know and no but that's the weird thing too is that he like built the sport kind of you know it was like he was one of the few recognizable stars in an era before, like, TV. You know what I mean? What, they had pay-per-views, but not TV, you know? It wasn't – it was not a normal part of the culture is what I'm saying. It was like a fringe, like, kind of sport. It was a a spectacle still. And, you know, they, like – I don't know. I could have saw the sport go in a different direction, like more towards the dawn prize of the world, where it's not about winning and losing as much as putting on a crazy, awesome fight. And that's kind of where he was. You know what I mean? Like he, he was in that era of of have a have a great fight, and then you know what I mean. We'll have your back. But like nowadays, it's more UFC is specific towards just win. Just win the fight, and that that equals that equals rising in the ranks. That's why like yeah, John Jones it, at the top.
3: It, it, it's still better than boxing, though, because uh, boxing—it's like you get two losses, they think you're a shot fighter.
1: Like well, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, but there's more there's more methods to win in mixed martial arts. There's more, you know, like like after George St. Pierre got knocked out that time, you know, he like changed up and became a dominant wrestler. You know, there's other ways to do the job. There's more than one way to skin a cat, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, you know, I, I think that uh, the sports at an interesting uh, time right now. I feel like if, if the other companies can do something a little bit different, um, there, there, there'll be a you know, big. Um, the market will open up. But right now, you know, there's one. There's one show in town.
3: Well, it seems like one FC has a a pretty good like no shit talking and they they put on big shows um it's it's just all in asia
1: yeah it's a different culture yeah it's a different culture america we like the shit talking the shit talking is half the damn fun i mean literally floyd mayweather and fucking conor mcgregor went on tour like you know what i mean like weird publicity shit talking tour and that was just that was that was three quarters of the fun was that you know was that was that type of new new uh it's a new day, you know it's a new day in the pipe game where where it's basically like they do a battle rap in every in every city, right? You do a battle battle rap, your arms sweaty mom spaghetti type shit, and then you know what I mean? each night there's a winner of that, there's a winner of the shit talking contest, and then you know, six months down the road they actually do fight. And I, I feel like, you know, that makes sense. And then, look, we're still doing it. We're still doing it. I mean, I don't know how – I don't know. Really, the UFC should hire me and you as writers so that Khabib doesn't have to, like, dig down to fake Mexican. Like, come on, he's just running out of material at this point. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm talking out of my ass. Maybe I'm out there. But to me, it seems like if you're going to have the guys – Shit talk for a long time, they gotta have some new material. How many books? Uh, like you, you're a very well read guy, though, too. You know, yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read, I, read, I don't know, that last time I read like 500 books, so 500 books, yeah, wow. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm no, I'm like, uh, that that guy, that Ty, whatever, it was yeah, that guy's full of guy, uh, oh, shit. Sean McCoy yeah, yeah. wanted
3: to fight that guy, or it was a whole thing,
1: bro. <laughs> 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 he he oh, like went geez. to his house to prove
3: that everything was like rented. I was like looking for him. Uh, <laughs> Yo, I love McCorkle's like investigative journalism. What the fuck? Good for he, him. And then he ties it. I'll give you a hundred grand if you could prove it's not mine. And McCorkle proved it, and now has been trying to collect for like two years.
1: Oh yeah. Oh what? What are gonna do? Go to the damn Better Business Bureau?
3: So we got Gerald Bershard, who had a huge win over Darren Wynn. See his fight over Darren Wynn? It was at the, uh, the last big UFC. He was yeah. one. Of he was fighting the guy who was like mini Cormier wrestler. He came back in the third uh, fight that he was losing. There he is. Gerald Mirchard, how are you? You even have like your name behind you. It's like a real press conference. How's it going? Hello. No. Uh, no. Gerald uh,
2: Mirchard, how are you, man? Good. How are you doing?
3: Good. Congrats on that last win. That was a great fight, dude. I was going crazy for you
2: thanks I appreciate it yeah it was it was fun <laughs> I had a good time
3: yeah yeah that guy was that guy was no joke, man. were you surprised how he was able to kind of reach you
2: uh yes and no, I was more surprised by how fast his movement was in and out um so the reach me part didn't surprise me too much because you know I like to stay in there and fight people, so I figured I was going to get hit a little bit, but uh, he was pretty quick getting in and out
3: no it was it was awesome i i had I had money on you too, so I, I was super happy about that. <laughs>
2: Great! I'm glad I can help you out there.
3: Uh, no problem. Um, and, and then the last fight was a split decision uh, loss to Eric Anders, which could have went your way too. Were you Were you nervous going into the fight because it would have been two in a row, two losses, and you might got cut and yada yada?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm nervous going into every fight anyway, but definitely nervous coming off a loss. And you know, the last three fights, it was like, or last three or four, it was like off and on wins and losses. So you know to get anywhere you want to be on a winning streak period but you know coming off a loss let alone you know a uh, mixed record in the last few you want to be on your a game and come out with a finish or you know you could be yeah. on the chopping block
3: you actually had him hurt in the third and you were down two rounds to nothing possibly uh did you, and then you went to the ground and i was like no don't go to the ground what are you doing like uh, a- <laughs>
2: that, that was your reaction when I went to the ground. I have like 22 submissions. Why would that be a bad idea? Because ah. you
3: hurt him on the feet, and I, I was like, finish him on the feet. Because how many times have you watched a fight where the guy's losing two rounds and nothing, and he hurts him on the feet, then he goes to the ground, and the guy survives it, and then the and, and wins. You know what I'm talking about? That happens. Uh,
2: well, I do, but. The, my thing would be then maybe your jiu-jitsu sucks and you need to work on that. <laughs> the yeah. half rocked already, you should be able to choke him out. That's... Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah.
1: Mayhem? No, I was going to ask you. So where would you say you uh, developed uh, most of your jiu-jitsu from? Having 22 submissions, pretty damn impressive.
2: Yeah, so uh, a big part of my early career, I trained with uh, some guys – uh, in Kenosha out of Strasser's Freestyle Academy. It was uh, mainly Strasser, and then mm. uh, Nick and Hank Aguilar really helped me out a lot my ground initially. Mm. And then uh, once I got to Rufus Sport, we got with Daniel Wanderley, who was a Carlson Gracie black belt, and that really helped refine my skills and like got me in a gi consistently and like got some like finer points. where you know Because uh, other guys, they were wrestlers that came into MMA and just really adapted to jiu-jitsu well. So I learned, like, fight game jiu-jitsu very early on, and then I had the, the benefit of working with uh, Wanderley who's like, you know, he's competed at a very high level, you know, been to Worlds and stuff like that and got some medals and uh, really helped me put the finishing touches on everything. So it's kind of came together.
1: Yeah, and, and it sounds like over there at Rufus Sport, you're definitely going to be kickboxing a lot, right? So that probably really helped out your game, You know, what's next after the quarantine? What do you think is going to happen?
2: For uh, everything, I have no idea. I'm, hopefully I get somebody in the top 15. But, you know, when this is all said and done, I still – I have a small injury from my last fight. It's just like a spring tendon, so I'm letting that heal. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, I'm just doing, you know, basic cardio stuff, some bag work. I just can't punch with my left hand and I'm trying to stay as sharp as I can. But – you know, uh Who do you him? wanna fight.
1: Call somebody out, bro. We're we're notorious
2: uh, for the call outs on this thing.
1: Uh, this, this podcast is basically like your sounding board to go, you know, fuck that guy or fuck that guy.
2: <laughs> go go right ahead. All right, so I've, I've been calling this guy out on a few places. I'm sure you've seen it by now. I wanna fight Ian Heinish next. I believe he's oh, in the wow. top fifteen. I think it's a good fight. Uh, and you know what? I I want to crack that top fifteen spot and eventually fight for a belt. So he's the one I got to go through. I feel
3: he is the guy that was uh, got busted for cocaine, and then he ended up going to jail in, in like a in like a, in Spain. He learned how to fight in jail, basically yeah, yeah. championship. So, he was yeah, he was smuggling balloons of coke up his ass from from Colombia to the U.S. And, <laughs> I'm not
2: familiar with all the details. But, wow, uh, nobody knows yeah, we'll except
1: for Adam. Adam apparently, like, I don't know, did an FBI dossier on this guy.
2: Yeah, did you see the twinkle in his eye when he started describing how he smuggled the drugs? He got way too excited about that. Now that. you see what
1: I deal with all the time. Thank God. Yeah, thank God that this madman, I'm not the only one who thinks he's insane. No. So we got Ty Emery as well joining us. Ty, how are you?
6: G'day, how are you?
3: <laughs> Ty is a beautiful lady slash uh, model uh, slash fighter. Muay Thai fighter uh, and lingerie fighting championship, hall of famer, uh, correct?
6: Uh, yeah, the resume, that sounds like pretty, pretty on there. And, and I just watched your last fight in Thailand, that was awesome, congratulations, you won that fight, what was that like? Um, dude, fighting in Thailand is, and fighting Muay Thai in Thailand is a completely different experience. Um, I've only had a couple of MMA fights back in America. Um, no, no, uh, homeschool stuff. It's, it's almost spiritual dude. It's, it's like you're thrown into like a completely different world over here. Um, I I'm coming off like from LFL. I'm coming off having my ACLs, both my ACLs done. So I haven't really even gotten into any of the kicking. If that makes sense. I'm more, Mm. Obviously, a grappler because of my football, I'm naturally more attuned to those sorts of skills. So, being over here and just forcing myself to only be in the standing game and only be able to stand and strike and bang, um, it's just a completely different world. Is so you a lingerie football league and fighting league, or lingerie football league? I'm from. I'm coming from the Legends football era, so. I'm coming from um, it's the 2009 to 2015 era, uh, which is Legends Football League, which is stemming from lingerie football league, yes. That's stemming from the, the halftime show um, with all the hotties uh, just annihilating each other um, at the Super Bowl. And, yeah, I'm getting involved in the lingerie fighting championship. Those guys pay good. Of course. <laughs> But I'm gonna. Pay. I oh, might the slap to. on. I might slap <laughs> on a garter
1: <locker laughs> belt and try to get down and over there if they're paying that
3: good. So Ty, this is Mayhem Miller, former host yeah, of Down, yeah. Pride Legend, UFC Legend, uh, guy fought everywhere. This is Gerald Mearschardt, current UFC, uh, one of the best fighters out there, and now we have Ty here, uh, who has. Uh, <laughs> He's uh, very... like, how
6: the hell did you get on this? <laughs> oh, no, no, was, not at all. Was, Listen
1: here, this is MMA roasted, right? We really scraped the bottom and top of the barrel. We think you're at the top. <laughs> we think you're at the top. It, even though you're not wearing a 90 just a 10th planet shirt. You know, I, I feel like uh, we'll probably put, I, if I know Adam correctly. Hey, I got thump... deported
6: with this shirt. I'm, I'm nice. scraping the barrel with what with what
1: clothes I've got. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You got <laughs> deported. But yeah, wait, where are you right now?
6: November. I was coming back in from, because um, I got a five-year visa, uh, which was for my special talents and special abilities oh, and yeah. my potential in sport. So I was coming back through after two years, and they said no. And I, was, I had just finished my last MMA fight. I got my eyes literally gouged out in the second round, like legit. I... I shouldn't have even continued the fight I'm a dickhead but they got so different rules for it, those kinds of fights yeah. so you can gouge you know, eyes or
2: something what
1: kind no, of stuff lingerie. is that in lingerie they have to have their nails manicured to at least 2 inches. so the eye pokes are deadly and she fought the John Jones of uh, of lingerie right wasn't that what happened no,
6: this was this was in um, NFC in Atlanta
4: oh
1: my <laughs>
6: bad, Jones is bad no um so yeah I packed my bag to go to Bali um so pretty much I just grabbed everything which was all training clothes because I was like okay we're gonna we're gonna train over at Bali MMA I just grabbed whatever next thing you know I got deported so I'm still got the same suitcase I was like oh hell well this isn't gonna stop me from continuing my MMA journey like I'm too addicted at this point I'm two years deep which really isn't much if you fathom that but I think most martial artists, I think you're drawn to, there's something else that draws you to this sort of lifestyle. And I think there's an internal calling that kind of gets you to keep doing it. Um, so maybe that means that there's a lot more mixed martial artists who just haven't found out that they're mixed martial artists yet. Anyway, I get, oh, I, I just started to think, I'm like, well, what am I going to do? <laughs> I'm not allowed back into America until I get these visas sorted. So with my Bali suitcase, I just thought, hell, let's go to Thailand. Let's just keep huh. going. And I uh, <laughs> so now you're in Thailand. So now I'm in Thailand with my Bali's, Bali suitcase <laughs> and my one backpack, my one UFC backpack from working in someone's camp.
1: <laughs> you're in Bangkok? You're in Bangkok or Phuket? Uh, what? Are, you in, are you in
6: Bangkok or, uh, or Phuket? I'm in Phuket. I'm in Rewai, Phuket. Um, so Rewai is, uh, just, uh, it's, I think it's about a 20 meter scooter ride from that main strip. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm just off, like, pretty much I'm right on the edge of the jungle. Well, everything's right on the edge of the jungle here in Thailand, but where I am in Rewai is just a small beach town. So it's a lot more isolated. I don't have to deal with any of the BS. And, um, yeah, I'm just working with, uh, a heap of local ties here. What do you mean? Thailand?
2: I have not been to Thailand. That's definitely a place I'd like to visit and train. Probably more for vacation because I don't think the UFC will let me like participate in any Muay Thai fights. And I'm not sure there are any ties <laughs> that are this big, but I would yeah. love to go there someday. Oh
1: no, there is. There's some. There's some beasts out there. You, you'd have. You have some good training. Now I got to ask you. You told me that you used to spar with
3: Askrin. You went 500 rounds and you won one.
2: That. Maybe one and a half, but yeah, that, that sounds about right.
3: I mean, that's, so how shocked were you when that Mossadall thing happened?
2: Uh, well, I don't know if shocked. I was probably more sad because that's my friend. Thanks yeah. Adam for bringing that up.
1: Bro, he does it all the <laughs> time. That's all he does.
3: No, but I'm saying, but that must've been like, I mean, to get, if somebody beats me up 500 times in a row and then he gets knocked out in eight seconds, I gotta be like, what the, my mind has to be blown, right?
2: Uh, at at the time I was pretty shocked, but the thing is, is like, you know, it's what he does. He's going to kind of lean forward and shoot every single time something happens. And, you know, even with the knee, it happened to hit the right spot, but you know, nine times out of 10, it doesn't hit that exact. I mean, when you get like freaking pile drive F5 by freaking Robbie Lawler and he punches your head to the next galaxy and you still manage to get up somehow and like get a hold of his neck. There's not too much stuff, you know, that's going to put you out. So, it just – it was a perfect storm. Well-executed game plan because, it, remember, even if he didn't get, you know, the clean knockout, like obviously that's what he wanted, he was banking on him giving a certain reaction, and Ben did that. So, you know, good game planning on their part. But, yeah, it was, it was a little bit shocking, but, you know, it is what it is. Every time he sees an opportunity, he's going to shoot in on somebody. And,
4: yeah, of
3: you course. know, it
2: worked for most other people in this one time it didn't.
3: Right. No, totally. Well, when, no, it was, uh, I was like, I couldn't believe it. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I, I love Asker. I mean, I'm a huge Asker fan. You know, whatever he does, uh, always a big. Now, what kind of fans
6: like lingerie football and lingerie fighting? Do you get the creepiest people in the world that are? I probably get the creepiest, me creepiest in the world. I've changed my, I had to change my Facebook uh, name during the LFL days. And the, even with LFC, I've got to start keeping things a bit more private um, just okay so when they, when they would uh, export the seasons out to other countries you would start getting inbox dick pics from like Asia from Europe <laughs> like, it's hella crazy well, wait 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 how do, how do you How do you know? uh, know, Like in Asia, Asia. more push to the measurement. Okay, guys, it's more push to the measurement. I was like, I think they're in Asia. I'ma guess they're in Asia right now. So that's how you're you're
1: judging by not by geotag, but by
3: size, (laughs) I Stereotyping?
6: Maybe stereotyping. Is that why you're
1: is that why you're in Thailand to see those dicks in person?
6: Uh, Oh
1: hell no! Oh my goodness. Yeah, I was gonna say it's got to be a a crazy uh. ceiling for the dick pics you know what i mean like it it, it definitely is something when you're using your sexuality as part of your job you know i feel like that's like a whole nother level
4: have you ever said said said
3: that's a lot mate
2: (laughs) no uh beer
3: chart does your wife ever want dick pics when you're on the road
2: (laughs) uh not dick pics specifically no i don't I don't know about most women because I yeah. am not one, if you haven't noticed. Uh, but generally, they don't enjoy just seeing the phallus itself for no reason. Yeah. It's not uh, not an appealing thing. You
1: know? Yeah, usually they want the balls and shaft and your face all in the same pick. I don't get it. Mayhem, you yeah, got a lot of dick pics, right? A lot, of, a lot of gay people love you. You must get tons <laughs> of dick no, no, I No, mean, I mean, yeah, I get weird dick pics from ladies. Yeah, that, that's a weird one. Yeah. They're from ladies? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, I'm yeah. sure
3: Thailand has plenty of those as well. <laughs> That's what I'm uh, saying, yeah. So I know, are you quarantined
6: in Thailand? Yeah, so they've just finally put us in lockdown now. Um, and they've issued, so they actually going to start doing certain media bans um, with what's going out and what's coming in. is because they're still under like a, a king hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, where no one's re- where people get fined if they talk ill of the king um so right now he's actually shacked up with 20 women in in like germany or something quarantined himself yeah like Done some full old school boss moves or something.
1: I wouldn't and, say all um, this. You don't want to get deported from Thailand. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? What are I you would, doing?
6: I'm trying to cross all the countries off my list. I know, I guess so.
1: You're you're being a now <laughs> this gonna be dead. cut short in a second. I know, yeah. A, once you get kicked out of Thailand. Oh my god.
6: <laughs> uh, yeah, so um they've just started quarantining. We're not allowed on the roads between 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. Um, And, yes, there's going to be certain social media bannings. And then, in the future, they're talking about having uh, police uh, on the streets at night as well. Wow. Mm -hmm. Now, now lingerie fighting, that's
3: kind of scripted like WWE, right? Like, you know who's going to win and stuff?
6: I don't know if they know who's going to win, but I do know that it's meant to be, like, more of a, yeah, it's more of a WWE-style MMA. Mm. Um, It's super interesting. honestly i went there to have a laugh at my uh one of my strong safeties who was doing it and i thought hell yeah this is gonna be the best night i'm gonna laugh so much at you and then i when i went to watch they actually knew legit jujitsu technique and then um i kind of got impressed uh hey you know like i was like okay you got my attention now ladies you got my attention mm. uh, let's see how it is and then i was like hey how much you guys balling out of this because I don't know about any other people who are like in the fighting game. I'm sure you're at like, you're at a higher UFC level. So things, you know, can start to change, but on that way, on that climb to the top, like there isn't that much available for people in paychecks or something that can kind of keep you on just in the gym and in training. Um, And that's just the truth for this sport and the truth for any sport. um, In fact, so when I found out they started actually making good money, I thought, okay, so you guys are a part of a reality TV show. There's a million podcast shows you guys can jump on. And you do live shows like throughout America. I thought, okay, so this could be something where I'm training full time. I'm still fighting. It doesn't interfere with any fighting um, on the way up. And there's titties and violence. And that's the best nice. kind of stuff to me.
1: Man, that is a great advertising, <laughs> titties and violence. Yeah, slap that on a t-shirt. Hey, so all right, but now you're kicked out of America, and you know. Uh, yeah, I'm i am got to get you- my
6: visa. Um, it's not forever, guys. Everyone's like, "Yes," I'm like, "No, it's not forever. It's wa-, I'm waiting to get my new P and O type visa, just so that I can do everything legit, so that I can earn money, um, with the LFC, and so that I can maybe earn some money um, that has to correspond with the O and P type visa, and allows me to continue competing. So it's not the O N T. What what is that? O N O N P. Sorry, might be my accent. O- oh, good age. O type and P type.
3: Now, Amira, uh, you're 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 married, right? You married?
2: Uh, almost. We're getting there. Very okay. close. Okay.
3: Now, would you would your fiance get mad if you train some of these girls because you have great jujitsu? Uh, do you think maybe you can get involved with the lingerie fighting championship?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, probably not while they're wearing lingerie. That's probably a bad idea. <laughs> I'll instruct uh, group classes. Actually, Ty, I have a question for you that doesn't involve titties, unlike my chauvinist co-host here Adam. <laughs> nice. has, has these opportunities led you to anything else? Like, have you bartered your LFC or are you going to use that leverage eventually to, say, get into an Invicta or something like that, maybe get on UFC Fight Pass? Together. Solid yeah. question.
6: Invicta is the, is the goal. Like, Invicta, okay, I got to go there – um, I watched Cheyenne I was in Cheyenne Bai's corner. I worked in her camp when I was still first coming in and learning. And um Invicta was like the dream goal. Uh getting to be able to sit in there in Kansas was awesome. Um I posted up the belt. I was like this ruby shining belt. One day I'm gonna have this strap right around me. Um that's the best female like like card. That's the best female card to put your skills to the test like every single chick there was a was a true warrior um what's her name marcy who's in the 135 or the 145 from the tough series she was out she that's was out there she got on the tv show um who else that's was on team that card right? uh, what was that sorry that's uh, his teammate macy barber right oh okay now I know where we're at. Yes. yes. Sorry, I don't watch the shows. I'm at training and I don't own a TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Sorry.
5: My now, bad. Now, I got to ask you,
3: though. So a lot of MMA fighters are getting into OnlyFans, right? Which is... Uh, Hell yeah. Now OnlyFans,
6: guys. Now, I'm now, going you, down that route,
3: too. You have an OnlyFans. account. <laughs> I can't join because my wife and we have a, a, a connected uh, our <laughs> bank accounts, And she would say, what the fuck is this? And then I'd have to explain. But what is only fans what what, what what can people see what is this uh
6: a lot of mine i've just used old shoots because i've been um a published model since i was like 19 or for the last decade of my life um so i'm trying to use just a lot of the um unused photos from my career um and from the ones that i pulled the pin to i was meant to shoot for playboy Um, and I pulled the pin just because the photographer was a complete jack, and I thought, you know what, I'm not even, I don't feel comfortable with this anymore. Wait, wait,
1: wait, what do you mean a complete jack? He was completely jacking off?
6: He was super weird, he was unprofessional, and like, yeah, I get it, maybe you can talk to some other girls who are like, I don't know, are going to allow someone to talk to them like that, but this is meant to be, for me, modeling is like it's a canvas. So as much as people want to laugh about it, you're still like, at the end of the day, a blank canvas for someone to be putting out on print. Um, and I don't know, sometimes if they're using the wrong paints, I'm just, I don't really want to be a part of something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's why I got out of modeling. <laughs> <He's>
6: like, <"I laughs> my I yeah,
1: my
3: you were harassing <laughs> the photographer.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was hot.
6: So, so yeah, that's what that's mainly what I'm using. I'm throwing up um I'm linked with a Twitch account. So I'm also jump onto a Twitch account with which is Coco Butters TV. Um I get in there, we um just have a laugh and talk with all uh all the gamers because that shit's funny. Um and then also a heap of workouts um as well. So there's still titties, balance. I throw all my I throw as much content as I can with getting people to like film. Um, just because I think, well, that's what they are. They're super, super fans, you know? Um, So really, I just try and put a bit more of the Aurora journey up um, so people can see what's really, like, what they're really putting their money to. So I guess until people start paying us to keep our clothes on, hey, like at the end of the day guys like it's paying the bills more i'm actually a a qualified electrical um, contractor i was the first female to run my own electrical contracting business out of australia i was also the first thermographer and the youngest female um to do so so i've got some brains about me and it still sucks that tits and violence is gonna still pay more no no
1: i really feel like you're like (laughs) no you're like hitting the vein of like i said it earlier on the show that like we live in the future and it kind of sucks here. Like, you know what I mean? Like you you've tapped into exactly what we where we're at right now as a society. Sure, you know, is it strange? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it's awesome. And you're a martial artist, a true one, and you're right about that. I watched some of the lingerie fighting championship and at first I went in very like, ah. And
4: yes. then I was like,
1: oh, oh, you guys are busting maneuvers. Like, you know what I mean? Spinning for an arm bar. You know, doing a lot of things that you see less frequently in UFC because it's a totally different, they're trying to get to a totally different place. When the entertainment is the most important factor, it becomes a different sport. It becomes more, you know, more exciting and and they both take chances. Like, you guys, it's it's an artful show.
6: There's no punches to the face as well, so mm. ground and pound positions seem to be a little bit more, mm. uh, I guess, jujitsu minded yeah. because you're going to be wanting to go for those subs. Mm. Now,
3: what's the first female stomographer? What's that?
6: Uh, a thermography. Uh, so electricity is frequency. Frequency is vibration. Vibration is heat. Pretty much, it's like a Predator camera. You know, like how Predator sees in heat.
1: Yeah. Man, you are turning me on so much.
6: <laughs> Damn!
1: Talk more about... <laughs> talk more about I like if there's one thing I always wanted uh you know I wanted robot arms but the second thing that I always wanted (laughs) was uh heat vision predator vision and man when you talked about it with that accent oh my god I mean you're a predator in heat all the time um so
2: (laughs) so I feel like I gotta do more with my life now because I'm like I I got and I know. got dogs and a mustache, and that's about it. Yeah. I was just fighting in the UFC. That's, oh, you're killing it! You're killing it. Good for you. It's not a lot going on. <laughs> and, 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 and Ty, do you have a
6: mustache must- man emoji?
2: Now,
3: Ty, yeah, yeah. do you have a Do you have a boyfriend? Or are you into, into women? What kind of uh,
6: What's going on? I don't Easy have a boyfriend. Killer. I'm not into women. That would be a head case. Oh, sorry, lesbians out there, all for you. But- <laughs> Hey, that's a real chick if you can eat a vagina for the rest of your life like all to like, you like you the man no um no i'm single obviously with the personality like this um i just train i train way too much like I, yeah. I don't know how people have time for partners like i give you full credit to be able to do something like that by the end of my day i am so tired so it would be I would ha- hey, I would either need someone who's in the game or someone who is so understanding. And um, that can be a difficult sort of thing, you know. Yeah, so let's look at a dating Find day. someone That's who's as
2: crazy. busy as you are is what so, you got to so do.
3: Let's say, Gerald, let's yeah. say, Gerald, your fiance goes away, you guys break up, you want to take Ty out on a date. Where would you take her? First date.
2: As far from you as possible. <laughs>
3: you <can't argue laughs> You've been yeah. sweating,
2: just yeah. messing with your hair this whole time. It's All making right. me uncomfortable. We're not no, even they, in the same they, room. They,
3: First of all, you came to my show. Nobody was creepier than you in that crowd, all right? Uh, now, Mayhem, all right, this beautiful lady, she's single, you want to take her out. Where, where, where do you take Ty out in a day?
1: Well, for, well firstly, <clears throat> we probably have to go to the pawn shop, right? And uh, get a couple of uh, samurai swords, right? <laughs> because I think the first place we go is to the park, and we probably fight with samurai swords for about 15
4: minutes. Wow. You know what oh I mean? Get God. a nice warm up. My best.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying. I'll melt your heart. Now, I think after that, it would be a picnic, a picnic of some sort, probably near an ant hill, so that it was like a timed picnic, so that we just like get it going, get the picnic, and then once we get overrun by ants, then we could take our clothes off. I mean, really, it's all about getting to there. So, I, you know what? I blew it. I believe
3: it. <laughs> Well, no, but she seems like the kind of girl that doesn't put out the first date, right? Including nah, you, for kind of sure. Front. She'll snap
1: you down to a front headlock and, like, jump <laughs> guards, and then put you
3: in
6: a Oh, my God, it's insane clown pussy as my reply right now, playing nice. over in my head.
1: First what? thing,
6: I could never love you. So, yeah,
1: anyway.
3: anyway. Nice. <laughs> oh, sharp, right? Geez. So, uh, all right, so after we get out, you had a big win. By the way, how did you not get the bonus for that fight? That was the best comeback of the night.
2: I I don't know. I have no idea. Tell tell Dana why I deserve the bonus next time, and then maybe I'll get it. If the great Adam Hunter, world-famous comedian, tells him that I should get the bonus, it might actually work.
1: Yeah, no, he's probably going to start a GoFundMe so you get a bonus. Of course. Yeah, by the way,
4: (laughs)
3: Cardi B started a GoFundMe today for Joe Exotic.
1: Just so you know. Yeah, yeah. Man, even your daughter doesn't like that. Yeah. Oh my god, bro. It, really? That yeah. is your kid, man. She sounds just like you. <laughs> now, Ty, do you how how old are you? You're like what, twenties?
6: No, I'm thirty-three now.
3: Oh, so you're in your prime? Yeah, none.
6: No, in my crazy. prime I got two more years, thirty five. Um, thirty five is meant to be your like true evolved Pokemon state. So I definitely have always since I was young I always wanted to get to that 35 mark just so I could see exactly what I could do with um do with my body um to its fullest potential so kind of weird I end up in fighting as the last thing probably because that's the most damage
1: (laughs) Mm. it's possible what about this what about these surgeries you had them at the same time and now you're going through rehab right now that's no, no, I'm out
6: of rehab. It's been a full over a full year now. Um, I had my first, I had my first ACL from my football day. So I think that was back two thousand and nine, and then the second one went to, uh, I think yeah, two years ago. Yeah, two uh, years ago. Well, say so, have you still
2: you still can't kick though.
6: Oh no, I can kick now. It was more I had been. Putting more focus on my wrestling and jujitsu because that's what I was good at, like naturally coming in. That's what I was like. Just you know, you want to train what you're good at, Um, and then boxing just because I couldn't. It just wasn't that working that well with using two legs. So I could, I the entire time I um, I was still moving and still going to training. I could do. You could. Hell, you can do anything with um, a hurt ACL. How many guys (laughs) at the gym are hit on you daily? Um, I, pro- Honestly, I probably blocked that out because I'm just, I just want to train. I get in enough trouble as it is um, just coming in and being like, hey, how are you going? Next thing you know, she's after my phone. I'm like, I was just, I don't even know who you're talking about. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to the mat.
1: <laughs> just trying
6: yep. to get to the mat. Yeah,
1: but look, somebody's going to come in there, steal your heart, girl. You better be careful. <laughs> <terrible.
3: laughs> yeah, I could tell she likes you. Mayhem, she likes bad boys. She likes ah, this guy right ah, here. She- you ever, you ever see his, uh, his uh, ring entrances back in the day? It would be him, nine. 19 Asian. She's a little young. Too.
1: You're going to send me an, into it. You're going to send her down a mayhem rabbit hole on YouTube? Yeah. yeah Thanks you for that, could, bud. I really appreciate it. Like <laughs> always, always looking out for me.
3: And, and he'd be dancing with non-Asian girls, come like, out with a mask. And this,
1: this, 16, guy,
3: this guy tapped Asian out Sakuraba. This, this is yeah, this, that's a, a legend here. And then Mearshart's one of the best fighters ever. The guy wins nine fights in a row. And still nobody knows who he is. He's the most humble guy. You, you know, know
1: what the Freddy problem is? <laughs> I just thought about it, Gerald. Oh, you—we you got to start talking shit. What's that guy's name? What was that guy's name you called out? Because I already forgot.
2: Oh, Dur- the guy just fought Durant. So that's the one no, I got no, the no. most hype e- for. E- no, oh, no, Ian, Ian, what? Call him a bitch. Not- <laughs> I don't need to call him a bitch. I- I
1: say it. Say- I'm- He's a nice <laughs> guy. He's just a gentleman right here. Oh, all right, call him. Call him a fake Mexican. <laughs>
2: Dad, does he think he's Mexican?
1: <laughs> no, just say it.
2: Just his last coffee, name bro. is Heinish. I don't think that's even like remotely the same. Oh, call him Leag. a Jew.
3: Call him a dirty Jew. Tell him you're gonna put his ah. foot up. Tell him you're gonna put your foot up his ass, and then to match the the cocaine balloons or something, you're gonna. Hate oh, so
1: hard. see, see, we're writing for him. Go ahead and say that, so we can cut it out. Just that, ready? Action.
2: Ian Heinish. I'm gonna put my foot up your ass like cocaine balloons. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We need to work on your delivery. But that really was pretty could. solid. That was pretty I liked solid.
1: It. I like no, he, he giggled at the end. Come on. I agree, man. I tried. You giggle? One more when, one I, more when go. I
2: said one balloons word. before ass, it was too much.
1: It was too really good, though. It was really good. <laughs> All right. Fuck it. We you won. You you won the internet today. Well, listen, thank
3: both of you guys for coming yes. out. Where can people find you, Ty? Uh
6: just the normal Instagram T A I underscore E-M-E-I-Y. Yeah. So okay. that's
3: where you send the dick pics, Scott.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of new fans after this, and, uh, <laughs> and you have the you have the worst screen name G M
1: three. That that's like.
3: That's my
2: initials. Genius.
1: Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going I'm, I'm, I hope that General Motors doesn't come out with a three. And then they'll steal oh, your damn name. Yeah. You're fucked. That's yeah.
2: So that's my Instagram name. Please, for the love of God, do not send me any dick pics. Or I will definitely put them on my story.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, I started a new one with Mayhem Miller, but with the threes instead of E's because somebody stole mine.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it happens. I'm, I'm... Anyway, it doesn't but... happen. <laughs> it only happens to me, bro. Just like I never have robot arms. And I'm never going to have Predator visit. Well, listen,
3: I think that I, I, think we should go out. You should take Ty on a date. We should film it for the podcast, honestly. <laughs> okay, <laughs> boomer. And then Shark will be the Uber driver. Uh, Perfect. No?
2: Great. I'll get a little little driver's cap and everything.
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he's so dry. He's, he's funny as shit. I know. He's, he's so funny dry. Shit. But you got, you're, you're funny as hell. I'm, I'm so happy that you won, dude. I, I was super thrilled for you. Congratulations. I well, that. hopefully but I had, we don't like, all, all of die of home. Corona. Because when you came oh, to my sorry, show man. the last time and you got knocked out in eight seconds, I felt like it was like my fault. The night before you were at my show,
2: yeah, so I got choked happy. out, not knocked out. Important okay, distinction. So,
3: so I was so no. happy. Yeah. I was so happy you didn't come to this one to my show the night before, even
2: though I yeah, day, I thought about you know I'm not uh, in the words of the great Michael Scott, I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. So I was like, yeah, yeah you know what, maybe. Maybe I'll just sit this one out.
3: Well, listen, you know, you're an amazing fighter, Ty. I can't wait to follow your journey. I gotta get an. Uh, I got, I'm gonna go buy one of those fake credit cards from whatever and sign up to your OnlyFans. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much. Take care, guys.
2: Take easy, man. Bye.
3: All right, stop video here. Oh, what?
1: Stop video. Oh, I <laughs> thought we were gonna do a breakdown then. Uh, so stop vi- No, 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 no. I was not- just sitting here quietly. <laughs> I'm stopping here. last video. five minutes. I, and it's not like, you know, we can't hear her giggle anymore. I, I know. You got you to gotta log off. Uh,
4: <laughs> oh, no, my bad.
1: No, <laughs> no, just whatever. Do I do we it? love you, too.
3: All right. So anyway, uh, yeah. So that was awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, that went better than I thought. And I kind of zoned out there for a while. But then she said something about titties. You know, I'm just such a damn brute. <laughs> I can't help it. I don't want to be this way, but it's just my like condition by, like, I don't know the sexuality on television
3: she's a beautiful girl who who could fight real smart who's smart i mean smart lady
1: yeah she's like taking advantage of her her assets you know what i mean and and i feel like that it's weird that that we you know we got that view into some like who the hell does lingerie fighting right and then you see you meet the girl and then all right she's smart like she's just taking advantage of, of what god gave her I feel like you guys would be a cute couple though, no? Oh, Jesus. Bro, what are you? Some kind of weird yenta? Yeah, totally.
3: (laughs) I'm a yenta. So you got John Dawson calling in.
1: Didn't you coach Dawson? Definitely. He was like one of the most talented dudes that I ever coached, really. Yeah. I I, I remember
3: you uh, being surprised he was the mole. Remember he was the mole on the show? I remember
1: that, yeah. But then I wasn't surprised when I thought about it. You know what I mean? I thought I kind of act surprised for reality television but then I was like oh yeah that makes sense like two dudes that are been training together for for years they're not gonna like they're not gonna like not talk once they're in the house on different teams so I don't know I I didn't I didn't really uh I I wasn't surprised what once the once it came out I remember that I forgot
4: all about that
3: yeah he was the mole and uh, he, he's coming over a huge win over Nathaniel Wood. i mm-hmm. people think it was stopped a little early, um, but I thought it was—I thought it was pretty much stopped. when, when it should have been stopped. Uh, you, mm-hmm. know, punches so you know, punch yeah. is so fast. Yeah. It gets you down and throws like a, you know, seven thousand punches at once. Um, and he was on a two-fight losing streak. I mean, he, granted, he was fighting Petra Yan and Jimmy Rivera. He, they put him up against monsters. But uh, Dawson has always been right there.
1: He's I feel like awesome. Dawson has always had the rough road. Like, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's interesting that, like, people don't really understand what doing. Like, they just look at everybody as, like, video game characters. But you there's a way where you can direct a fighter to fight certain people at certain times of their career, and the path will become easier or harder because of the timing of the fights. You know, if you bring a guy along slowly and you have him fight progressively more difficult competition, it really makes a difference in the longevity of their career, uh, uh, how well they do on title runs or, you know what I mean? You can build them. You can build a fighter slowly. And I feel like Dodson, they always, like, jumped him up all the time. And I guess that's a testament to his talent. To how good he is, that they always just stuck the best dudes, you know, the hottest fighter of the time right in front of him.
4: I I
3: don't know. His second fight ever was against Yasuhiro Uroshitani. Yeah, yeah. I guess was a a real badass back in the day. That was his second Mm -hmm. fight. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's
1: one of those guys so talented that they, I don't know, they always going to stick somebody in front of him. So, so what's up? Are we getting this guy on the show? We're just going to talk about him.
3: No, he's, he he said he's downloading the app real quick. Um, oh,
1: yeah. I mean, that, that that makes sense that he's doing it right now when oh we no, got like five minutes fault. left. All, it
3: was kind of my fault for telling him late, but also I'm the one booking all the guests. Mayhem. All right. No, no. So you know what? You
1: want me to book some guests? Is that what you're saying? If, you need you me to want, share shoulder if, the load. If you want to, I mean, I. Well, I'm I'll gonna, tell you that I I, I wouldn't book I wouldn't book a fake John Jones and just suddenly like. Fucking pretend there's the real John Jones so uh, that everybody gets pissed off on Twitter. Yeah. I like how you're playing in with a little so mustache.
3: take some of the fun. Like, I didn't tell you last night what this plan was and you didn't laugh and both of us didn't have a fucking thing, but now on the podcast, you're like, I didn't book a fake John Jones.
1: Come on, bro. <laughs> fake. <Kayfabe>. fade. <Kayfabe. laughs> yeah. Come on. So now everyone's mad. Like, man, so, was, that was fucked everybody up. Everybody should be mad. And if anybody – only the most hardcore of the hardcore Jimmy Nakamura are watching this far into the show. So everybody hung up on us as soon as (laughs) fake John Jones came on. And maybe they they only hung on. And once the news gets out that it's fake John Jones, this, this, this episode is getting like 800 views. Jimmy Nakamura is awesome, by the way. Yeah, he's one of the greatest of all time. So John I mean, as Dodson, far right as here. Fans. Yeah, man. but give him a second to figure out to turn his <laughs> camera sideways. I'm gonna oh. push the bottom left. Look, I'm still coaching this guy 20 years later. Push the bottom left. There's the video thing, and then at bottom left, there's also uh, uh, un- unmute your mic, Dodson. Was he and the best? Then, guy suddenly, was he the best guy you ever coached? I mean, you know that's that's hard to say. You know, I coach a ton of dudes. So, you know, I will say he's one of the most talented athletes I've ever seen and kind of like Ant-Man sort of where he's like this small muscle frame built into like, you know, like this one cuddly big character. Yeah, definitely. Adorable, that guy. I, I, There's a hard word to say, adorable. He's also,
3: you, I think also his big problem is that he goes up to 197 pounds in between fights.
1: You know, man's got to eat. No. I think that's the Filipino part of him. It is. He's like lumpia and frickin', you know what I mean? All them, all them vegetables. I mean, all them vegetables fried and fat. All right, so. Yo, hey, don't, well, don't, I, don't judge that. Yeah, push the bottom left and turn the video on, dude. We got to see your <laughs> smiley face. That? Is that
5: what he said? Don't judge
1: that? Yeah, yeah. Because we're, we're being bottom racist right, against on. Filipino.
5: Man, be yeah, racist. I literally just jumped on right now, and I'm getting attacked. Tell the yeah. about to eat. eat. Uh, everyone loves to eat. But. Bottom left video. Here we go. Yeah, touch this. Oh. Here we go. There he is, the, John Dodson. Yeah. Yes, it works. Okay, cool. Nice, now you can nice. see my ugly face. How, yeah, we beautiful love it. Face. How, oh, how what a handsome man? devil! Ooh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> how you been, man?
1: <laughs> I've been awesome, bro. Great to see you, man. It's an amazing time. I, he told me this is going down, but I, I couldn't even think of a, like what to talk to you about. But I don't know, it's just great to see you man. I, 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 <laughs> I follow your career and I feel like you did great and like I'm just like so happy that you're, you're in a good spot.
5: But, but what's up with your boy John Jones? My boy, man, don't be asking me what he has been doing. I've been quarantined. Apparently you saw the video, he wasn't in quarantine. Yeah, that, yeah. he Been staying in my house with
3: my kids, driving me I, nuts. I heard you locked yourself into a shoebox this entire time, is that, is that
5: true? um yeah it's like directly <laughs> like right behind me over there in that area nice house right. by the way nice yeah. house no that's a, that's the gym that's where i've been locking myself so i oh, don't beat up everybody really <laughs> nice. now oh, by oh, the yeah. way
3: now now, now uh all, well, congrats on the last win that was huge i was so oh, happy to be man
1: i was so proud of you uh good work yeah talk talk about the fight like how, how did you see that playing out and what you know what i mean how, how did uh you
5: game plan and did it go right according to plan or what happened? Well, it went according to the plan, like I expected him to come out aggressive a lot sooner and I was going to be able to hurt him way faster. But I clipped, ended up clipping him towards the end of the round. And as soon as I did, he sat there and told me that it was, it was an early stoppage and he wanted me to fight him in London. I was like, sure, let's go ahead and do it. Like, we can run it back. I like money. I'm not afraid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. it, it did seem a
3: little bit early. But then again, like you punch so hard and so fast
5: that it would have been another 20 punches in his head. Right? Yeah, then he would have woke up back in England as soon as he would have got up. He would have been like, yeah, thank you all you UK fans. And, and like, no, we're in Albuquerque, man. I don't know where you went back to. I mean, you went back to your motherland? That's not our land. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so but, yeah, I mean, you were in Albuquerque, right? So yeah. it's kind of one of those things where, I don't know, don't you think that there's like a magical – feeling like when the crowd is behind you and you hurt the guy real bad that the referee like freaks
5: out and stops it you know what I mean like I, I, I don't yeah, know I get that like there's that instinct where everybody's like oh man the crowd should roar and everybody's all cheering if that was yeah. the case I'd be knocked out every single time that I <laughs> anybody because I'd be hit and I'm like oh, okay hold on wait wait give me a second all right let's go back and run these punches back in my face
1: <laughs> yeah i hear you
3: it seemed like this, a lot of times you fight you're smiling having fun it's
5: like this fight you were like all right this is business like fuck this i i gotta get a win tell you the truth is make it or break it if i didn't beat this young kid that means i was no longer relevant in the sport so i was like i gotta go out there and solidify the fact that i can go put my hands on everybody and i'm the best in the world so i still ah Sorry, it moved. Uh-huh. I, I leaned back. My headphones pulled up my iPad. <laughs> but I got to tell everybody, show everybody that I'm still in the game, and then I crush everybody's soul. So you that's cad- what I did with this. <laughs> now, I know that sometimes
3: you get up to, like, 230 in between fights, uh, 240. <clears throat> uh,
5: I know you're quarantined right Go here. higher. Go <clears throat> higher. I mean, well, you get up to, like, 190 sometimes, right? For real? No, for real, I get up to, like, maybe 170. The highest I've ever been was, like, on the Ultimate Fighter. I was, like, 169, 168. Okay, Everyone, do like oh, and I was like, don't judge me. But are you, uh, during this
3: quarantine, are you, tra- like, that could be a trap. Are you figuring out how to stay, keep in shape and not let yourself
5: get too big? Yeah, I'm always trained. I train every single day. And then my wife laughs at me because of the fact that I'm playing all, every, I'm making sure I work on my hand-eye coordination by playing a lot of video games. <laughs> but I also do it on my board. And she's like, babe, you're going to fall. You're going to crash in. You're going to hurt. And there was a huge screaming, and cussing out everybody. It's like, ah, it's okay. I'm not going to fall. Like, What's I literally play. For? For. What's it's it? a balance board. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so I basically. What, what game are you playing? Right now I'm playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I'm oh. always on that war zone, killing everybody. Man, you know what? I, <laughs> I, I, I
1: got to get back on that one. That one's pretty damn sexy. I'll, I'll tell you what. Are you on Xbox Live? Of course. Wild Mayhem Miller. That's
5: me. Wild Mayhem Miller. I, I'll, wow. I'll add you. Yeah. All right, sum zero. <laughs> nice. So when you have this little dude with a bunny and a hat, that's me. Nice. <laughs> you yeah, nice. I, I figure
1: you'd get some weird skins.
5: Now, why so, did you leave – I got like that ghillie mash. Why did you yeah. leave Jacksons to start your own Jacksons? Well, I didn't leave Jacksons. I've actually trained at every single one of them. That was like the weird thing that everyone kept on asking me, like, hey, why did you live Jackson Wings?" And I was like, I didn't. I still trained at Jackson Wings, and I changed at Jackson Acoma, and I changed at the Ranch. So I'm just doing everything best for it. Me now, like literally, everybody can claim is asking me, like, what gym I'm training at, and I'm basically training mostly at my house. But I go to spar all the different places. I just want to get better at every, like, in every aspect of my own game, and I'm just trying to build a better John Dotson. So nothing's really. Would,
1: would you say, yeah? Would you say that like before things were all built around you? You know, the training camps were a little difficult. I I gotta think that over that Wink's, like, there's like so much so many damn star during that era there was like so many like big name guys that you know resources get pulled away do you you think that that the training is better now
5: well the way that i'm doing it right now i'm more focusing in on what i need to do Back then, it was, I was always teaching, trying to help everybody else to perfect their game. And sometimes, like, all the other coaches needed to go do something, so they would rely on me to go ahead and coach all the younger fighters and mm. the people who had upcoming fights coming up that weren't in the UFC or the bigger shows. And they're like, hey, John, do you think you can help that person out with jiu-jitsu? Can you help that person out with their strike? And can you game plan for them? And I'm like, ah, I can, but I still got to work on my own stuff. I got my own fight to get ready for. Uh, it's only going to take, like, a few minutes. A few minutes turning into, like, two months sometimes
3: have you talked to diego since his departure with that coach
5: wait which he got rid of his uh, guru no no, 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 no no i'm saying since he left jackson and that, oh. have you talked, <laughs> i that, was like wait wait a minute I didn't, I didn't know he left the self-awareness dude no so have you talked to that guy the self-awareness guy or did, did yeah, that, I talked to, so i literally talked to them before quarantine like a week before because we went to go to this place called uh, Slapfish Eat. Me and my wife were like, ah, let's go try this out. Dave was talking about it. Let's go let's see how it is. And then, sure enough, he was sitting there right there with us. And I was like, hey, what are you doing? But, yeah. He but, seems all right. Like- so Tell us about that. Like,
1: you can't just stop that. Like, what, so- eat a slapfish? No, no, no. I know, but are you got
5: your... <laughs> so, what do you think about the guru? The guru, you know, he's cool. He's an interesting dude. He's this very, like, he believes in himself a lot, and I— deal, not to talk about bad about the guy, but he's very self-confident about what he can do and what he can show. And I—I I really want to believe what he does is true, but I haven't seen proof yet. Mm. That's well. Talk I mean, Diego <laughs>
1: Sanchez won his last fight and didn't take any damage, right? Did you not see the cut on his forehead? <laughs> It's <laughs> a good point. All right, yeah, you got me there.
3: <laughs> uh, what's it like being uh, with another black fighter in your camp, Mike Perry? Um, are you guys, you guys, close?
5: Wait, when did he? I thought he left my team. Oh, okay. I'll <laughs> yeah, he's not part of Jackson Wings. He left. Oh, really? I some after the, yeah, after he fought with a cowboy in Colorado. Ah. He, got, he left because he was, one, he started some issues with Ray Borg, and then Ray Borg then leaving in Jackson Wings, and then. Mike Perry said, you guys trained me for nothing. You guys didn't tell me this guy had a wrestling or jiu-jitsu ability. I was like, you trained with him? How do you not know that he can actually submit you easily? Mm. Oh, he got mad for not
3: telling them that Cowboy knows wrestling or jiu-jitsu?
5: Yeah, Wink, literally, Wink, Wink and Frank basically told him that he was going to win the fight by knocking Cowboy out, and they got submitted. So Mike, Mike Perry just went out on Rampage and started talking crap to everybody, and I was like, oh,
4: okay, cool.
1: Hmm.
3: How do you not know your opponent knows how to wrestle or does jujitsu? Like, they, I mean,
1: maybe he doesn't have UFC fight path. <laughs> like,
5: no, they get that. We get that for free.
1: No, we don't have YouTube then.
5: How do you, <laughs> that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. How, you didn't tell me he knew how to, how, how to do jujitsu. Like that's that's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, like you. It's like as yes, if you didn't watch any of the fights prior to his like UFC career or even in his UFC'd career. You've seen the Cowboys take people down. He submitted a bunch of people. And his first nine with victories in mixed martial arts were by submission. Like hmm. people forget. How's was it like having Mayhem as your as your coach? Having Mayhem as my coach? Yeah. Let me tell you the wild stuff we did. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like Mayhem was like was the best coach ever. I like, literally felt so at home on the Ultimate Fighter than I've ever felt in my entire life. Like literally, I went out there and I was like, Oh, that's gonna be like the hardest thing. Jason picked me up. And I was like, Oh hell yeah, I admire this dude. Thank God I'm not on Bis team. And then Immediately, it was like, "Hey, uh, I'll help you out in whatever area is possible." And I was like, "Wait, wait a minute, you're not a joker like I thought you were." Yeah.
4: <laughs> Jeez, I'm
5: going to be this No, I'm
1: still a joker, but there's two parts to me, you know. There's I know. I'm really that. training guy, and then like, let's be, you know what I mean? Let's get it on the mat. And then there's the wacky. Hey, take your shirt, cut it up, like you know. It's uh, yeah. I I, I I'm glad you said that because I don't think people realize that the, I didn't get to the top levels of fighting by only being a fucking wild man, you know? Yeah. But you, you were
5: so like honing in and you're like, all right, look, I brought the best people to so go ahead yeah. and help you go to the people that you want to work with. And as soon as you hit those styles, I can help you out in different areas. It's like, yes. All right. I'm going yeah. with you, you, you and you. I was like, let's go.
1: <laughs> and remember, and remember we brought
5: kamaro Usman in. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, and yeah, coach of wrestling. That was you wild. Know, it's wild that he's, he, I got a great career now.
5: I can't believe that the guy that was picking on me, trying to be my wrestling coach in the house, is now the champion. It's very frustrating. I'm like, "Yo, Kush," and he's like, "No, no, 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 my name is Kamaru. I was like, "Whoa, <laughs>
4: you can't change your name all of a sudden." You
1: no, a I, that was my bad. My, was my bad. I was smoking a lot of weed, and I gave him that nickname. Shouldn't have. And what, what was no the name reason. you gave him? Kush. Kush.
5: And I, literally. Kamaru
1: Usman, K. Usman. Kush. Yes. and
5: I and I was like all right cool this and he actually introduced himself as Kush I was like all right cool his name is Kush and I was like oh yeah. no, like no 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 it's Kamaro I was like no yes. I know I just you. I've been calling you this the whole time you know you get
6: a belt <laughs> <laughs> Good
1: for me No, we're no yeah, longer was... friends I see how it is and Jason the impression of Dotson. I mean I, he was just a wild man immediately got in my face and was like ask me questions like you know he's just a big personality I I you you see who he is. That's who he really is, you know. And it was just amazing to you know be part of that, to, to his early career. We used to at his, at his uh, power. Yeah, absolutely. And the man was just. Uh, remember that day that like we did that drill where I stood up and like you like basically like climbed around me like monkey bars. Oh
4: yeah,
1: <laughs> that was amazing. That was amazing. That was hilarious. It was, just showed me like you know what I mean. Uh, the strength and and uh, and. Uh, and uh, your also your endurance. Because we sat there, we did that for like an hour where we were just goofing off and I kept picking you up and you kept crawling all over me. That was that was a crazy ass drill. And uh <laughs> and uh you know I was just glad to save you from showbiz pizza. You know, I oh. felt like it's called I, like, I
5: don't care what you're gonna say, it's not just so busy Where, where
1: what were you doing? What were you doing before you I, came to the ultimate fighter?
5: Yo, I was working at Chucky e. Cheese. I don't care. I was, I was Chucky dancing away in my life, uh, being like this, like that. Uh, yes, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you hear this guy? He was freaking Chucky, e. freaking Cheese. Oh my god, one of the best fighters in the world was Chucky e. Cheese. If that's not an advertisement for them, I don't know. I don't know what is,
3: of course. Uh, now, no, I'm, 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 I'm always nice to Chucky now. Whenever I see him, I think my kid there, I'm like, this guy could be the next. Fucking yeah. best fighter in the UFC yeah you can't yeah, you shoot lose. a finger leg on Chucky now he might hit you with a double yeah,
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> speaking of which sometimes I feel like Dotson I mean obviously you're one of my favorite fighters favorite people but I do feel sometimes that you almost like blessed with too much power because you know how much power you have so there are a lot of times you just need to wait to land that big shot and you kind of got away from your wrestling and you were a state champ of New Mexico
5: right yeah, as a two-time state champion, one-time state runner-up, I just sit there and like to. Don't, I don't like wrestling though. Like that's like the weird thing. I didn't like wrestling to wrestle. I always counter wrestled just to, to win the, like all my matches. So everybody who shot in, I mm-hmm. took their back and just kept on playing with them. And then I basically was a leg rider. If I did jujitsu, I'd be taking everybody's back and choking them out. But
3: but, but does that drive your coaches crazy sometimes? Because they know how good a wrestler you are. <laughs>
5: It drives them nuts. They're like, "Why do you just want to stand in Bang! I was like, "Because that's what the fans want to see." Like, I want to give it, to, give what them what they want to see. And I'm like, uh, well, you're not moving forward." And I was like, "I moved forward, to two steps, and then I moved one step to the left, and then five steps backwards to the cage, and then I circled around." Uh, I like, <laughs> like, John, that's not a tango." I was like, "Yeah, sometimes like you can use four of everything. Like, you know how to do jiu jitsu or black belt. You can go ahead and wrestle. You know how to do all that stuff. Have fun with it." I was like, "Nah." Wow.
3: That's that's crazy. Now, you were at Holly's coach, right? Weren't you Holly's coach?
5: No, I like got a corner though.
3: Corner I round. was excited. Now, yeah. when Holly and, the, and and the karate hottie make those videos of them showing their asses and twerking and stuff, uh, the next day in the gym. Is is you, do you like, want me
1: to twerk or what? No, but is it, in the is next that day, what you say? No, please don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. You know what? Fuck it. This show's off the rails. Might as well give it away. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I feel a little gay now.
5: <laughs> Why do you
1: know how to do that? <laughs>
5: uh, because it's I got to awesome. sit there and show my wife how to do it. She's like, babe. Uh, uh, of you're I coaching I your how
1: wife twerk.
5: how to twerk, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I need you to go ahead and shake it like this. She's like, what? That turned you on? I was like, I'm not going to say no. Uh, but I've seen it done once or twice, and I'm teaching you how to do it for me.
1: And what <laughs> has Instagram done to the world? Instagram, or uh, isn't that where twerking TikTok. originated? No. <laughs> <laughs> tick, has tick, the Chinese have infiltrated us with TikTok twerking. So what's going to happen with your division? Like, who does going to fight who? He
5: he's fighting Jose Aldo. Why? That is the question I wonder. So get this: how did how did Jose get lose his fight and then get placed number six mm-hmm. in the rankings above me when he lost his fight to? Marlon Marais. So I was like, eh. mm. when I beat uh, John Lineker, well, lost. When I lost Lineker, all of a sudden, I got put to, like, 12. This mm. ranking system that the UFC got kind of throws me off for a loop all the time. Because they, like, just mm. like, ah eh, whatever. I'm just going to place you here and put you there and mix you guys all up.
1: Wherever. Who does that? Yeah, I don't even know who makes that ranking system. You're right. It doesn't really follow too much reason. You know, there's no point system or... You Know, I, I don't know, it just kind of seems arbitrary. You're right, yeah,
5: it, it's just like they literally just throw everybody in where they, they should fit, and if they like it how, how it looks, they're like, That sounds amazing, we'll keep it like that, and then let's go ahead and get to work. Ugh.
3: Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, yeah. a good fight though in that division is uh Corey Sanhagen is supposed to fight Aljamain Sterling. Uh,
5: that should be a good fight, Yeah, you know. It would be a good fight if Agile was training and I saw him at here in Albuquerque because he just got his cast off. He said he's got released. I was like, cool. When do you mean you're going to dance? And he said, win some fights. And I was like, I just did. And then he's fighting Corey and Sam Hagen. I was like frustrated about that. Like, you Wait, know.
1: so do the call out. Go ahead and do the call out. You might as well. You twerked already. Who, 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 hey. should, who, who should you fight? Who, 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 fight. who do you want to fight? Who do you deserve to fight? Because. We're bro, we're doing it.
5: We're doing call outs on this show all the time. Oh in that case, I deserve to fight jo- uh, Jose Aldo since he wants to go ahead and fight Henry Cejudo. Mm. Like I already beat up Marlon Rice, so I can go run that back and live if I really I know I can beat up Peter Young. Like if I, I want to get that chance to go ahead and re- earn a fight against him and beat him up and give him the world deserved ass whooping that he needs. What about what about what about Al uh Aljamain Sterling? Me and him can go ahead and run him any Like I already know he's gonna try to do some jujitsu and I'm gonna punch him in his face. <laughs> mm, hell yeah because I, like I would me. rather fight Aljo me and him have a long ongoing conversation that we need to go ahead and have it resolved well who's that Aldo yeah no, Aldo, no Alge- is- Aldo yeah yeah like Algerman has like a lot of like very choice words to say about me and then when it gets a face to face he just used to be really nice and I want to punch him in the face so many times but if I do it while he's being nice then I definitely get arrested
1: <laughs> oh, good lord, Dodson! You're still a madman. I love it. No, I'm so happy that I'm so happy you're in Albuquerque. I don't think any other planet could, could take you.
5: Yes, yeah, because uh, we're out here, all crazy. Have, have, have <laughs> you talked to uh, Jackson Wing since the John Jones situation? No, I haven't even been to the gym. Tell you the truth, I've been in quarantine for 18 days. Damn. So I haven't left. Is my that how long has been? No, what is it like?
1: I've, I've been in my
5: house like, eighteen
4: days it's
1: like march eighty second right now, like what the fuck? This is the longest month ever yeah, i, I don't even get this, man I, I i'm I'm so sick of being like hold up, bro. I'm really going insane. I've been telling him that I don't know. I'm just like making homemade dynamite at this point.
3: now, did you reach out to man no. when he was when he was in church naked? did you say to him like, hey man, no
5: no
2: <laughs> the funny
5: thing is so. I couldn't sit there and get a hold of you because I didn't have your number, but you know who I text? was Mel.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I, was like,
5: Yo, no. I was like, Mel, what's up with your boy? He goes, my boy. Uh, <laughs> oh,
1: disavow all Yeah.
5: He was like, yeah. uh, you need to go ahead and get a hold of him. I, was like, I don't have his number.
1: Yeah, I know. When you do fucked up shit, like uh, the whole world goes crazy. And then, and then John Jones gets uh, all the text messages for the real John Jones. <laughs> We had that white guy feel
5: so bad for him, man. He was on the podcast today,
1: <laughs> bro. was on the show yeah. today. He totally trolled me.
5: <laughs> when he didn't know who you were, he was like, Uh, no, so I, totally I,
1: thought the, John Jones. I thought that John Jones was gonna be on the show, <laughs> and he was technically.
5: It was the other John Jones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now it's crazy that is... thinking that you have two kids, but like, two kids or three kids? Three, three kids. I got. Yeah, I got a son that's eight, a four-year-old who's a monster, and she thinks that saying hello to people is punching them in the face. And then I have a little baby who is 10 months right today, and she's just so full of life, and all she wants to do is slide everywhere, but doesn't want to fall. She slid herself underneath her, her crib, and I couldn't find her. And I was like, where the hell are you? And I hear, ah, ah. So I was, like, looking around, looking around, and she's, like, all the way underneath the bed. And I was like, I-, I can't get you. Who like, is
3: who hits harder, your daughter or uh, Aljamae Sterling?
5: Probably my daughter.
3: She knows Oh to Shot fired, <laughs> shot fired. Is is He's so likable, and that smile, that even when you do shit talk, it's almost like you just love the guy, you know? <laughs> it, it's hard. Is anyone ever to in like real life?
5: Yeah, all the time. My wife, my kids. Uh. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you don't know how to be serious. I was like, I was. I was literally telling you to go ahead and do the dishes. My kids always are always mad at me. They're like, you didn't tell me. You, mom told me to do it, and you said it was not okay. I was like, I was kidding. I literally was kidding about that. Dad, you got
6: <laughs> That's awesome. Man, and
1: the God. home life for Dodson, it sounds like a damn reality TV ready to explode.
5: Oh, you missed it. My, I got so offended. I got heartbroken. My wife decided, she saw this thing on TikTok, she was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm gonna Simba you. And you know what Simba is, right? You know? No. (laughs) So so like off of the Lion King, they went in and they like put that little red mark on top of like,
1: his forehead.
5: Back, when I was younger, (laughs) back in my day, Simba was a different thing that you do. And that was a form of disrespect, but you did it to your spouse. And you just make sure that you had your cum on top of your hand, and you wiped it on top of their forehead. <laughs> <laughs> she did that to me, and I was like, "Babe, what the hell did you do? Is that period blood on my forehead?" And she goes, "What? No, that's not period blood. It's lipstick." I was like, "Nah, you just." She's like, "In case she hit me with a simba, oh. all nice and slow." And I was like,
4: Hi-ya! Wait, do that.
5: And I was like, "That better yeah. not be period blood." She's like, "No," and I was like, "Yes, you did. You better take that down. Take that video now." It was lipstick. I'll show you. And i was like, "No." And then she sit yeah. down and all that. When I was younger,
1: we had the Hitler, You just like you know, uh, pop, <laughs> pop your pop your thumb in the butthole and then
3: rub it miss? down the nose yeah. right there. Yeah. We had the bad dog, where you come on a, the rug and take the girl's face and go bad dog, bad dog.
1: We um, had the Spider Man, where you your oh, yeah, was, and fling
3: it like that. No. Yeah, this has really evolved this conversation. So listen, uh, John Dotson, <laughs> John Dotson, you're awesome. Uh, yeah. Happy
5: quarantine. Yeah uh definitely stay safe okay
4: and
5: uh, i'm making sure nobody comes over to the house everybody's gonna get mad because they want to come over and eat food and i'm like Nah, y'all can come, come through They're like, yeah
1: like, the best cook on an ultimate fighter history right here everybody just so you know best cook ultimate fighter history this guy right here uh with man you did it way, right every time good job
3: by the way your, your, oh, your wife is what your wife is latina
1: yeah she's hispanic
3: so your kids are hispanic black and filipino yeah that's so there's awesome.
1: a of They're just a huge amount. That's a
5: great, that's a great. So message.
1: basically, like, Trump wants you out of the country.
5: I get it. <laughs> oh, exactly. They're like, we're building a wall all over you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, God bless you, John Johnson. Oh, we'll, we'll, man, is. we're going to keep checking in with you. You know,
5: I, we definitely will have you back on. Oh, for sure, man. I can't wait to be back on. Thanks, right. man. All right. Let us go. Oh, the babies! Say bye. <laughs> bye. 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 Ah.
4: They're
5: so cute. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, They're like, goodness. oh, you're all, you're all talking to somebody. We're gonna come too. We need to see some <laughs> other people
6: besides you. <laughs>
5: <laughs> all right, hang up on, on us, bro. All we right. miss you. Miss y'all too. See y'all later. Take care. All right,
6: man. Man, all right. I love John
3: Johnson. Johnson. He's great. So that's our podcast today.
1: Uh, Is it? Was that? I think that was it. You all right? No, bro. I'm so – you know what? I left CNN on in the background. Shouldn't have done that. It was affecting me the whole time. So all these, like, terrible – in Italy, 51 doctors have died from the virus. Coronavirus crisis. Bro, it's making me insane, dude. Don't – you know what? I'm, I'm switching it off. Going to play some Doom, hack on some video games, maybe go for a jog. You know, it's just, I, I can't handle this. You can handle this. We can handle this. You can, we're stronger together. All right. I love you, man. And I'll book the guests. I love you too, bro. I'll book the guests next time. All right. Cool. Whatever you want. Take
0: care. <laughs>